ladies and gentlemen, it is. What is it today, Jeff? It is. Uh, it's well, it's a Thursday. The thirtieth. It's, it's the thirtieth, which means two things. We're within a week of all the children going back to school, and I can just sense the salt <laughs> across the nation. Uh, and two, fuck the summer's almost over. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's where we're at. I've, I'm salty as fuck. It was like, yeah, I, I don't know what it's been like for you. Well, I actually do know what it's been like for you the last couple of years, but and next year's not about to get... Not get any better, but this I was hoping this summer that that work was gonna be kind of at like some reasonable um day to day you know like there was gonna be a routine mm. some sort of routine, and it wasn't and then it wasn't going to require so many random hours of my time in random places. And it didn't work out that way. And so this summer, instead of, you know, going to the driving range once or twice a week like I had hoped, I went once. <laughs> period. Uh, and uh, got to the beach a couple of times, but I'm not a beach person to begin with, so that's not the end of the world. But it just, I was hoping to get outside a little more, but it was one of those summers where work was like super heavy or what I wanted to do or what I wanted to accomplish necessitated me foregoing summer. So it's going to be one of those times where my winter is going to be way more open, but who gives a fuck? Because there's nothing to do outside here in the wintertime. You're just, I'm stuck inside anyway. So the salt is real. However, at least I don't have to go back to school. So. Yeah, school sucks. That's, uh, that's an upshot to that. Well, let's see. At least the camera's working this week. There we, yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I still don't know what happened last week, but here we are. It's working this week, so you guys get to see reactions. Yes, as exciting as they are, Mister Black. How are you doing this week? I watched uh, as I've been working on the site. I get to watch your stream more often, which means I get to enjoy somebody else's salt. You've been enjoying some Starcraft <laughs> for sure. Yeah. How has yeah. your week been? Um, my week's been going all right. Um, I was streaming today and just was getting my ass whooped in a lot of StarCraft matches, so I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go and get off the stream before I turn into a salty <laughs> McSalter and just have a bad time, right, or a worse time. So Of course. I just got off the stream and went upstairs and watched TV with the wife for the last, like, two hours or so and then came down here. But, yeah, my week's been pretty good. I've just been... um, um. I've been writing a lot for this book, so mm -hmm. I've been doing that like mm -hmm. every day. I've been trying to get in, I, I would say on the low end, I've been doing a thousand words a day, but I've been trying to get anywhere between 1,500 and 2,000 words a day. Um, mm. I remember so, when you first when you first mentioned, this was early, early on when you first announced that you were working on the book, mm. and you said, my plan is to do 2,000 words a day, and internally I went, nope. <laughs> I was it's like, tough. I was like, that's it's, gonna happen for the first few days because the the stuff that's just already in the forefront of your mind, like the stuff that you know that you want to write about and that you can write a lot about, you'll yeah. just like crank it out, and then then like most writers, you'll hit this the point where like you know what you want to talk about, but you're not really sure how to elaborate on it, and yeah. the two thousand becomes not two thousand. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good that you're going for a thousand though. That's good. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Like, yes and no. Like, I'm still, um, like I've okay, I've written a boat. Um, all right. So before we get started here, uh, yeah, yeah. let I let everybody know that uh, this Sunday at noon Eastern time, mm. uh, Adam and I are getting together to do another World Vision charity event. Yes. Um, this is going to be our last one. Uh, for this entire campaign, and then next Saturday is going to be Loco TV. Um, but uh, make sure you guys know it's going to be this Sunday at noon Eastern. I'll also post up a video on Light TV. Let everybody know tomorrow, just just to be sure. Sunday, but, um, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, and and also um, they updated the uh, the World Vision total. Oh. Uh, I will say that the people on YouTube, man, have been have been just donating like crazy. Like really. Every day there'll be like a new four or five hundred dollar donation. What? Uh, it's been crazy. So uh, everything is tallied up. We're just past fifteen thousand oh. dollars, and there's two events left. So uh. um, I think I think at this point we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go for twenty k. I think <laughs> I think that's very I think that's very possible. We've got two events. We've got ours, which I'm sure our community is like depleted now. So like this uh, Sunday, especially since our community was showing up at the other events, at the other at the other events, and continuing to give money, continuing to give. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not expecting a lot on Sunday, but we got right. Loco, who's a totally new community, and um, he's also going to post up uh, a video on his YouTube as well. So. Um, and then we we still we're still gonna have about you know twenty something plus games to post on YouTube so about thirty plus so uh, lots of content going up so so I've got my fingers crossed that twenty thousand dollars for the kids by the end of September is is looking very very doable so either way we beat we beat the ten k goal which means we're gonna do another uh, season of when she's fails so look out right. for that um, but anyway I don't want to talk too much about it but anyway um, so yeah the book. Mm. That that was that was the goal. Is to write mm. two thousand two thousand words a day because the first couple of days that I was writing, it was like what you're saying. I I was like, holy okay, I'm I I could just go 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 go. And then also like for me, I'm like I'm not editing it while I'm going. Like I'm not I'm not really doing much spell check. I'm you're not like really the stream you know, of conscious where it's yes, just like yes. Bleh, just I just spew it out. I spew yeah. it out, and then I write and write and write and write. And then after I'm done writing. I I'll read it and then I'll fix little tiny things or I'll be like, oh, I didn't like how I said that. And I'll maybe switch how I said how I say it or mm. word it differently. Mm. And then um, I, I read through it like like I'm performing it. So like I want to make sure because I'm going to do the 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 audio book, too. So I'm like I'm reading it. I'm writing it so that it not only makes sense for the reader, but also for the listener. Yeah, so I've it's, been, it's, I, it's actually different. You write differently if you. Yes. If you're writing for somebody to read it eventually, like you're, which is always impressive and why not to, not to completely fucking derail you, but it's always impressive no, when you I'm have sorry. like, uh, um, voiceover work for, for fiction books that were never, especially older ones that were never yeah. meant to be r- r- like read out loud. Yeah. Because the cadence, like how you speak is exactly, so exactly. Fu- Exactly. Fucking wildly different where periods are put and commas are placed wildly exactly. changes everything. So I can totally understand why you would go back if you're yeah. already planning on doing that. And and because that will save you. Yeah. Well, that, well that was it because I was I was doing a whole bunch of research on 
um, not only how to uh, you know self-publish, but mm. get on Kindle and there's certain formats that you have to to abide by, yes. and um, and then also to do an audiobook. And one of the people that uh that that's done this many times before and has been successful at it said, if you're planning to voice act your your um or narrate your your book, then you should keep that in mind while you're writing it so that um you can keep because a lot of the time is also is a book like you said a book will be done and then they'll want to do an it'll be like a really big seller and then they'll go oh shit well you know this is so this is such great material that we should you know do an audiobook so then they'll have to take that and they'll almost have to like not rewrite the whole thing but they have they they literally will have to rewrite certain like big chunks especially of the book. uh dialogue and stuff it has to get yeah. Swapped well, up. fortunately for my book, there's no like, there's yeah. no dialogue, yeah, there's right? No dialogue. There's not like, and then Adam <laughs> said, well, there's like, there's like a couple of parts that, that I talk about certain conversations that I've had with certain yeah, people, course. but at yeah. the most part, it's not like, and then, you know, Jeff replied, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, with, with a, with a look of, of <laughs> anger on his face <laughs> as he repeatedly stumps his feet and crunches his fists and puts his hands <laughs> on his hips. And you know, it's not like it's not like that at all. It's it's just. But it's, now that you're saying that, you should totally write it that I should, way. I should uh, totally write it yeah, like that. Yeah, so absolutely. so yeah, I've been I I'm where I'm at right now. Okay, so um, I wrote all about um, uh, sort of. First, I had to do a big introduction. So there was like a, like the when you first start the book, there's a big introduction about um, you know. Who not necessarily who I am. It's brief, but it's more so the objective of the program of the book, right? I, I call it a program. It's, it's basically a, a, a it, it tells you, and then also shit tells you why I'm qualified to, to of course, yeah. to be the one. To, you know, it's not some random Joe just spewing some shit about <laughs> streaming or whatever. Uh, and then so it's a big, it's a big thing. But then throughout the book, like uh, there's there's different chapters, and and then each chapter um, there's there's examples, and then there's personal stories, and then there's almost um, there's there's quick notes uh, throughout the throughout the book where I tell okay. the reader where I tell the reader or listener to have their their pad their their iPads or their notepads or a piece of paper and a pen to, to take so notes to take notes like very very small bullet things to to remember because I'm I'm going like dude I'm I'm educating I'm I'm educating so um there's different there's different formats and things so uh, today today I wrote all about uh three um streamer types mm. there's I, I talk about there is the professional player so mm-hmm. the, so the pro player mm-hmm. um then there's the personality mm-hmm. and then there's the hybrid which is obviously the mm-hmm. the personality and the the pro player or or somebody that isn't you know, somebody that may be an introvert, right? You know, so like, uh, you know, the pro player, a lot of the times are introverts, um, or, or they, um, are, have no desire whatsoever to put themselves out there or, or whatever. So their main focus is a focus. So I talk Mm. about all three streamer types and trying to figure out which streamer type you are. And I talk about all the pros and cons of each streamer type. Um, and then I sort of give examples and, and all that stuff. So I was writing all of, all of that part of a, of a chapter today. Um, so I got, so I got almost all of it done. I'm in the hybrid section right now, but the, the, uh, the, the, the professional or the, the pro player was, was a lengthy, was a lengthy uh, write up because it's there's 
there is uh, pros and cons to 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 being that uh, to being that type of streamer. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and so on and so forth. So I'm having a lot of fun with the process so far. I. I'm still like it's still I still don't think in my mind I'm going to have a book, right? I'm just like yeah, I'm just right now just I'm just fucking right I'm just writing right and right and right and right until the point where next thing you know it I've got I've got a, a finished product and then I'm going to have to put it through the meat grinder cuz you know me and my grammar and my fucking everything. That's so I'm going to be good. Well, I'm I'm going to be uh, I'll go through it and then I'm I'm I'll be hiring like professional editors. So I'll have yeah, like yeah. professional editor edit my whole thing and then after they're editing it I'll give it to another professional editor and have make sure that it's doubly edited so uh you know (laughs) so uh, gotta make sure it's 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 uh it's definitely been looked over well yeah yeah so so that's that's been uh that's been but it's been tough it's been tough doing two thousand words a day for sure so i've been getting in a minimum of a thousand um and i just basically just write until i'm like i'm not feeling anymore or i'm struggling to you know uh put some good put together some good sentences right instead of just you know babbling starting to hack uh, it hack it start, together starting to hack it but i'm not struggling yet i'm not struggling yet that's so good. good that's, that's good. good hopefully hopefully <laughs> just because this isn't a, a work of fiction you won't hit that wall so hard because you're yeah. you're just drawing from reality and your experience so hopefully it ends up being relatively straightforward for you uh yeah. that would be that would be convenient uh for sure that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. So you you've got to be like you've got to be what? 10,000, uh, 10,000, yeah, 11,000 words in? Uh I would say I'm I'm between I'm between 7500 and 10,000. I don't know for sure, but I would it's a I would say it's a minimum of of 7,000 minimum, but I'm mm. saying probably probably not quite at 10k yet. Um but I'm getting up there. And my my goal was to make it about 20,000 uh, twenty thousand words, which is like sort of the the beginner uh, size to a nonfiction book um, of yeah, this yeah. sort of uh, this sort of thing, like where people thing. are talking about. Yeah, like say say for example, you wanted to talk about fitness, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're a fitness guy, or fitness a gal. dick in your mouth. Yeah, ah, you, so, so, chapter one. <laughs> so yeah i'm both there so i would say i would say i'm i'm about 40 to 50 percent i'm not 50 i'd say about 40 percent done uh writing the first like in terms of length you never know it might go on a little bit longer but um i'm trying I'm, I'm gonna the thing that i wanted to do as well is i as i wanted it to flow nicely too so right now i have certain things in certain chapters and but I, I I'm gonna have to like piece it together still afterward. I'm gonna have to figure out like where to put what and, and certain things because right now I, I there's like topics and I'm just fucking writing and yeah, then I'll course. have to figure out a way to 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 make Stitch it so that it all it's together. Not, yeah, so that's not boring uh, for for the listener or anything. But I try and keep some little bit of humor in it as well. It's not like totally dry as you fuck, know what, but it's, you know what you could do to stitch all the chapters together is that you could start that? every chapter with with like an anecdote. Or like mm. a or a recalling of an experience that you had, mm. and write it and write it kind of like a story of sorts, not dialoguey and shit necessarily. But then, so you start that so that it it it's yeah, it encapsulates what that chapter is going to be about based on yeah. that experience that you had. Yeah, so that it's not just a technical chapter leading into a technical chapter leading into a technical chapter yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, you could do something no, like that. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea because as of right now, it's like the chapters have titles, mm-hmm. and the titles are typically there's a couple of funny 
uh, titles and then there's like a story that brings the funny around. But mm. for the most part, it's like, you know, chapter two, um, you know, uh, uh, streamer types, you know mm. what I mean? Uh, three streamer types or, you know, chapter four would be like, I don't know, uh, you know, dirty esports money. Right. And then I talk <laughs> all about all about money and how to make money and and and, you know, uh, knowing your worth and and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right. So there's very there, you know, it, right now the chapters, you can kind of tell what the chapter is going to be by the name of the of the thing. But um, I don't think there's anything that I've done so far that starts off with a story because a lot of them uh, um, I I write and then I say and then I say, you know, here's an example or or, you know, or or I'll go back to something that I've done in the past or whatever. And mm. I'm going to interview a whole fuck ton uh, of streamers as well. I have a bunch of streamers lined up. So when I get to that part, uh, I'm going to be I'm going to interview a bunch of streamers and then I'll have their different points of view on certain topics so that the reader or listener isn't hearing everything from me isn't just getting a like a me because there also are times in the in the book where I'm talking about my experiences with other people or other content providers or whatever and I guess the reader just kind of has to take my word for it that I'm telling you know that I'm telling the truth so it'd be nice to actually get you know um, you know certain certain streamers that people know to talk with me um, and it will also be cool for networking purposes because then, you know, they're going to say to their communities, I'm in this book, this book is great or whatever. And then, you know, it'll be, it'll of course. You know, all come around full circle. Open so. it up more. Yeah. That's right. But sure. anyway, enough, enough awesome. about that. Awesome. Yeah, it's going good. It's going good. It's going uh, good. I wrote zero about my book. <laughs> Not that that's changed in the last, okay. I don't all know right. how fucking long now, but uh, so I'm shooting for that zero words a day. It's a, uh, it's a lofty target, but I've been hitting it consistently. So uh, um, I'm happy about that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, my week has ba- basically been more website stuff. I'm I'm gonna try. Uh, my first plan was to was to work on the website and then stream at night, and I think I have to reverse that because I'm finding that if I'm working on the website and I'll get into it, I just can't fucking stop myself. <laughs> I can't yeah. I can't choose a point to say all right done yep. but in yep. streaming it's a little easier for me to do that so i think i'm going to try and flip that because i'm not streaming as it stands so i wake have to wake up and stream and then, and then not stream all fucking night yes. you know say hey i'm going to stream for five hours today guys and yes. then i'm going to work on my website until my eyes are bleeding and Absolutely. then i'm going to go to sleep that's and i'll that's, see you when i see you exactly i think that's what i'm yeah. going to try and do because it's just not the, the first plan didn't work yeah. so swing and a miss on that one <laughs> so we're going to go back in and and try again uh, but I got some good work done this week. The, the genesis of some of the site features that I was hoping to have are coming together. For example, a website that I use for this podcast to get some gaming news that isn't just straight off of like the usual suspects of GameStop, uh, or GameSpot, I should say, and IGN and all that fuckery, um, is a website called n4g.com, which is kind of like a, I guess... There's probably a technical term for it. I would call it a macro blog. And the reason why I would call it that is that it, um, you can sign up to, um, as a user to be able to suggest to other users news that will make it to the site. And then others can vote it up. And then it, and it, and it all, um, if you get so many votes, it will actually be posted to the site. And then from there, when it gets voted, it's it, it's like they have a temperature scale basically 
that will determine just how far it runs up the front page. And then they, you know, delineate by console or whatever or overall news for the day or news for this week that's super hot that everyone wants to talk about, et cetera, et cetera. But the nice thing about it is that it includes, and why I call it a macro blog, is that while it does have stuff from GameSpot every now and then and whatnot, it has a lot of like smaller uh, video game website, bl- like blogs, basically. Mm. People that are not corporations with 50 billion employees writing shit all the time. So, and you can put your own stuff onto the website and people can vote to put it up, et cetera, et cetera. And you can have a button on your articles on your website that will help kind of ensure that your stuff gets posted there. Uh, And it's a good way to get, obviously, wider reach than just putting your website on the internet and being like, well, let's hope that my search engine optimization gets me up there on (laughs) Google page ranks. Uh, yay. yay! So one of the things I wanted to do is is integrate that. So the the start of that, uh, I got a, a little start on that this week. And uh, on the front page, since I can't write news all the time, I think I mentioned this before, but I'm going to actually try and pull stuff from N4G in an RSS feed and then populate a news seg- uh, segment on the front page of the website so that people will have some other reason than, oh, Adam wrote his second article this month. Let's go mm. check out the website. It will give another reason to, to be there. So I got some start on that, but definitely need to, to start streaming earlier in the day, stop it, work on the website in the evening, and, and keep it going that way. But it's coming along. Um, it's... It's a bitch. I'm not going to lie. I can't fucking wait until it's over. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going I'm not going to lie. I can't wait until it's done. I'm really I'm really like right now thankfully there's no there's no games I want to review out, but that time is not going to last for very much longer because we're hitting the fall and that's when mm. shit just starts coming out. Cranking out. So I'm in my mind I'm like, "Oh, it's fine that the website's not done." But in the back of my mind it's also like, "Holy fuck." You have a very short period of time before the floodgates open and every fucking major release for the year all shows up at the same time. So, yeah, we'll hopefully have it uh, sorted before all that happens. But regardless, uh, that was basically... Oh, uh, my week. Got to the beach, sat there. Oh, before we get to the gaming, I have I have a little anecdote from this week okay. when we went to the beach yesterday. Mm. Because we randomly got hit with a heat wave this week. We did. It was hot as fuck today. Like super humid and hot and and crazy. And yesterday wasn't humid, but it was still really hot. But we went to the beach and uh, we we found a spot and everyone was at the beach yesterday. It's like nobody was working. It's like, fuck work. Just go to the beach because we only have these, you know, this last day or two of beach days left before it's all over. So people were like skipping work and shit and showing up at the beach because it was cars lined up everywhere. So we got, miraculously, a spot, because Gab's is a mild sun allergy, so we need to bring a parasol to actually create shade so that she doesn't just die out on the beach. So we have to have a relatively big spot. So we find a spot, and it's right next to... The reason why the spot existed is because nobody else was crazy enough to set up next to a uh, relatively large group of, I'm going to call them, uh, urban uh, individuals. (laughs) <laughs> black, huh? <laughs> they were well, they were perfectly nice, but but they Urban. were they were mm. they were definitely they were they were a little more hardcore than the I'm going to you know um, like, they they were definitely black black they were yeah, they, they were weren't black. they weren't square black yeah. but they yeah. were somewhere in between I go to university but I grew up in the square so it was okay. like on that spec like that's where they were hitting and they uh, had they had their stereo and they were just blaring 
Drake and all this other shit just well it started with Drake then it hit some club music that I'd never fucking heard before and it was nothing but fuck me in the pussy and I'm fucking ever and it was just and they had that shit loud and they're like little kids running around and everything it was a little awkward yeah, if I'm gonna be fuck. honest with you but, yeah, yeah, but it was whatever so they were, they they were having care. a good time they had some drinks they had the liquor hidden because you know I had a rented cop walking around so they had like their spiced rum and not not very far from them was another group polar opposite it was like the Brady Bunch. They weren't a family necessarily, but it was a group of of incredibly white individuals. I'm talking white, like, uh, white, like Wonder Br- <laughs> whiter than me, like trailer, white, like like white, yeah, white, 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 cool whip. So there was this one guy in particular who was in this group. I I put him at about I don't know 35, 36 years old. Had a bit of a beer gut on him, not a muscle on his body. Not a single, I don't know how he was walking, basically. Just zero muscle on his body. Just that 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 archetype, you know, no muscle to his arms, anything, the but the beer gut was me? there. What? Your sound literally just cut out, like. Did it? Are, am I, I back now? Cl- and it cut out. Can Let you not me rejoin. Me? I, I can't hear you. It's doing that thing really? again. Welcome back. I can hear you again. Okay. Weird. Weird. All right, keep going. <clears throat> so the guy, you know, just uh, skinny fat as all hell. Zero muscle on his body, mm. beer gut, had the glasses on, had like the, you know, the, all right, this will give you an idea of, of what kind of white he was. He had one of those hats that you get for free in a 2-4. Ooh, okay. That, so that paint, and it was, and it was, and it was like a Coors Light. So you, you, now you, now you know where we're at on the white scale. This guy has mm. been crushing tall boys for what seemed to be the last <laughs> nine hours. He had cans everywhere, and he was hammered. And for the longest time, for the longest time, everyone was paying, you know, no, no way was paying attention to each other. And then this guy just randomly stands up, and he starts walking over towards the black oh, group. The, the urban group. And I was like, and internally, oh. I'm watching this. We were only about 15 feet from this. So I was like, oh, my entertainment has arrived. So I put my phone down. I started watching. I turned around a little bit. I turned my chair and I was like, all right, let's see how this goes. So he walks up. <laughs> so there, there's like three guys. None of them were, none of them were like, you know, the, uh, the scary 300 pound, I could pick up a car black guy, but they were, they were, they were tattooed to shit. The girls that were there looked like they could beat up me. Uh, you know, just like some seriously intense individuals. And, uh, he walks up to, he walks up to them and I thought he was going to tell, ask him to turn the music down, which would have probably been even more entertaining if he had done that, but he didn't, he went over there and he just starts, he made a joke. I don't know what the joke was. It was something about beer and, and what he was drinking, what they were drinking. And then he actually just started like, it was like an icebreaker at a bar and he was trying to like pick up girls. And he starts talking to them and nobody in the group knew how to react to it. Like they were all wi- like, you know, wild and out type shit. They were all singing loud as fuck. And then it just got dead. Zero word. <laughs> nobody was talking at all except for this white guy. And he's standing, he's got his tall boy in his hand, his fucking Coors Light hat cap on. And he's trying to like break the ice and get into this group. And he was, and he was like uh, asking to have a shot of their spiced rum and shit. And, and people were like, Really trying to figure out how to play. One of the girls just straight up fucking hated him, but she knew he was drunk mm. as fuck. Mm. And so she abused the shit out of that. 100%. Mm. And so after a while, this guy tries to get in and it doesn't work. Everyone tried so hard and it was one of the most awkward things I've ever witnessed in my life. 
Mm. He started he started talking to the girls and he was like, "Do you know how hard it is for me?" This is actually what he said. Do you know how hard it is for me to pick up a woman these days? I'm middle-aged. I'm out of shape. I'm bald. And I was like, <laughs> internally, okay. I'm thinking, internally, I'm thinking, all right, two things. One, liquid courage is over 9,000 right now. Two, mm-hmm. part of your problem might be you don't walk up to a girl and start talking about your bald middle-aged <laughs> and you're fat as fuck. So, you, know, you don't go to do that shit. So she's the, one of the girls was kind of laughing about it. The other, one, the other one wasn't fucking having shit he was like this is I'm, I'm done eventually nobody says anything he finds out where everyone's from there's one dude's from florida whatever he introduces himself like he's at a fucking like a christmas party at a freaking corporate event and then everyone just stops talking to him it's like the it, they were definitely like the canadian black people yeah where they didn't they weren't they weren't so hard they were about to tell the motherfucker to just get out of there before he got laid out even yeah. though internally, I'm positive oh, yeah. that is what every single one of them was thinking. So they mm. just stopped. They just kind of slowly did the, yep. the turnaround. Trying to ignore him. Maybe he'll get the point. <laughs> but he's drunk as fuck. It took a while. He got there. It took a while, mm. though. Mm. Uh, and, 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 it, and it got expedited when the, the guy's dog came over and started, like, walking all over their towel and, like, sniffing in their food and shit. Uh, and then yeah. the girl was like, now nah, you got to get the fuck out of here now. He, like, gave them an out awkwardly heads uh heads out and then for the rest of the afternoon that they were there the one girl that really really realized he was drunk just abused the fuck out of him she was like because he knew or she knew that he was feeling her a little bit because mm. really for him he was probably feeling anything that was on the beach and female at the time because that's where he was at at that point mm. of the day mm. so she starts like working him a bit and getting free liquor like give me a beer Give me another beer. Uh, Give me another she beer. Pu- she pulled. She pulled the uh, the girl trick at the bar. Getting where, to buy you know, her drinks. The guy. The guy. The guy is just <laughs> hoping. You know what? Maybe if I just buy her this twelve dollar uh, vodka cranberry. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe just maybe she'll uh, she'll you know dance with me or you know, I'll be able to I'll be able to take her home. But no, these girls they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know you're drunk. They know you're desperate. And they know you're willing to spend your entire paycheck right there <laughs> and right then. And they do it. Oh, you're fucking right. They do it. Dude, Natalie did that shit. Ooh. She knew she was going to get free booze. Why wouldn't you do that shit? If you're going to get free, liquor's expensive. It's very expensive. If I was downtown, if I gave a fuck about going downtown, which I don't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I could get away with that shit, I'd be yep. doing it. Yep. 100%. I, I don't want to pay $10 for Listen, a drink. If I had titties and a vagina, <laughs> and and I was down at the bar and, you know, there was dudes down there that were eye fucking me and I just I was thirsty and I didn't feel like spending my hard earned money. You better be damn right. I'm going to be flirting and I'm going to be drinking. Oh, dude, it was drinking so, hard. It was so awkward. So that eventually ended. They wrapped up. But that dude wasn't done. A little mm-hmm. while later, he's trying to get down. <laughs> this is one of the funniest things I saw the whole day. He's trying to get down to the water. And he still has a beer in his hand. I don't think there's any beer left in it. I think he's just like holding the can. So he was, he's walking towards the water and he says this loud enough that he's like 80 feet away from me. I hear this shit. He's stumbling. He can't fucking walk a straight line. And he's, and he's, you know, when people are drunk, they tend to have a direction in which they lean to. And they just Mm -hmm. like, they can't Mm -hmm. walk straight, but they lean in that direction. His was right. So he's just Mm -hmm. walking on the beach and you can tell where his head's looking, but where his body is taking him. And he's just. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> off to the side and he says out loud he's like why in the fuck is everything going to the right he just starts saying that shit out loud 
And he gets he gets out in front of these two other girls, white chicks that were laying down on the beach by themselves, middle of the beach. Nobody had said anything or been near him all day. And he just like fucking trips and falls. And no word of a lie. All right. This dude was never going to pick up a, a woman on this beach, but I have to hand it to him. He just straight rolls over in front of him into a fucking paint me like one of your French girls positions and like rose from titanic strikes up a fucking conversation with the two girls and Uh. has like a long like a fucking 15 minute conversation with them and they they actually entertained the guy Mm. for that long they didn't they weren't Mm. trying to get him away and i was like all right bro look you're a hot fucking mess but i gotta give you props man I wouldn't do he went that. For it. He's, go, would, he's just going for it. He's he doesn't going care for it. anymore. What does he have to lose? Nothing. Some weight. Literally nothing. Maybe some weight. Some weight. Yes. Yeah, and then weight. other other than that, you know, drop a few pounds. Maybe stop wearing the Budweiser hat. You know, you might get laid. Hit up dude, Tinder and you might get laid. Confidence was real. I got to give it to him. He fell over. He didn't know why the world was going to the right, but he still pulled like some Titanic shit. Flipped over on his side. It was beautiful. Very um, nice. Video games happened this week, Jeff. We should probably oh. talk about them. This is a video game podcast. Yeah, I don't really care all that much, but sure, let's go for <laughs> it. Um, not to bring this down like a thousand notches, but if we don't talk about it, people will question why we didn't talk about it. There was that unfortunate shooting in Jacksonville oh, this week yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the Madden tournament. It was um, just it was just a another it was just a regular ass Madden tournament. You know they have them all the time. Uh, I'm not sure. I think this might have been for Madden 19 uh, or or something because that's just recently come out. But anyway, um, it was live. It was being live streamed on Twitch, and yep. I caught this like three minutes after it happened, and uh, saw the footage. And I was just my the rest of my day was fucked up. I did the, the whole rest of my day was done. I'm desensitized a pretty decent amount. I've been on the internet long enough, but listening to that and seeing that footage was mm. pretty mm. fucking wild. Um, it's crazy that the camera cut away right when it I did. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it, because it was it, within like two seconds, like two seconds, yeah, uh, of it happening. And right before the cut, you can see a laser. Yeah, the beam. on one of the guy's chests, um, yeah. and then it all hell breaks loose, and you hear it. And I highly suggest that you don't watch this shit if you haven't seen it already. It's probably blown up everyone's timeline from here to the end of the world. But if you can, don't watch it unless you absolutely, for whatever reason, feel that you definitely, desperately need to see it because it is uh, of all the of all of the footage since. Oh, geez, when's the last time we, we had that? Uh, the last major school shooting that happened, there was some footage that was similar in terms of hearing the shots yeah. and people screaming yeah. and all that stuff. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I, would, yeah, I, I, would avoid, I would avoid watching it if you can. Um, <clears throat> eventually, it turned out that uh, there were three people that died. One was the shooter themselves. I don't know if... I don't know if he offed himself. Probably. I'm assuming that's probably what happened. It tends to be the thing that happens, but I don't know. I haven't read if it was the SWAT that went through that, that downed him. I don't think it was to my knowledge, but either way, three I people think, died. I think he ended up, I think he killed himself. Yeah. yeah. So three people, uh, three people died in that. And then there were like 10 or 11 or something, other injuries, yeah. various injuries, uh, whether they were gunshot related or just trying to get the fuck out of there, uh, and stuff happening. So that was pretty, that was pretty wild. And two, 
to my recollection, he was participating in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And then I'm assuming lost and then lost it. Yeah. Um, and then it eventually, I guess, came out that he's had um, psychiatric problems in the past and was still apparently given the past to buy weaponry um, and had apparently even multiple calls to their house about him or to the police about him in the past. So, yeah, um, an unfortunate, really unfortunate, super sad, yeah. crazy, crazy situation. Um, and, and, and it was, I mean, I, I feel the same way every time one of these things happens, whether it happens here in Canada or whether it happens in the States or wherever else is, it's just kind of another one of those, you know, can we can we somehow get to a point where this isn't happening as frequently as it is? I understand that you can't just eliminate this shit forever because people are people and they're going to find ways if they want to do things, it's going to happen. But I, I feel, I always feel the same way. I was like, I, I feel like there has to be some way that this can be reduced. Like just, just less well obviously they're gonna uh, obviously now at esports events they're gonna be uh the security is gonna be a lot a lot more um secure for players um and and you know fans that are there enjoying the event uh themselves like every event that i've ever gone to yeah sure there are um you know for example pax east yeah yeah or um you know, an MLG or something like that, uh, even TwitchCon. They do have, um, actually, I don't know if TwitchCon, I don't think TwitchCon had metal detectors. Um, I could be wrong about that. They will that. now. Yes, they will now for sure. But um, some of the some of the events definitely have metal detectors. Here's, here's the problem, is I would be going in the front door, like if when you're, when you're re- initially signing up and getting your badges and going through the formalities to get inside a convention center, typically there's these massive lineups, and you sit in there and you go through the metal detectors, and they, you know, they 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 check your bag. Which when they check their bags, they're not actually like checking your bags. You literally open the bag, they look inside, and that's the show. Yeah, like yeah. there could be hidden pockets, there you know, there could be a gun or a knife or anything, pepper spray, anything at just sitting at the bottom of the bag. Um, they never they never really searched the stuff very well. But nonetheless, even if they did, as soon as you're in and you have your badges, you can go in and out as you want. And typically you're in a convention center that has a shit ton of doors that go sort of all the way around the building. And so it's very easy for you. Sure, they're locked from the outside, but from the inside, you can just open them and leave and you can bypass all of security, all of metal detectors by just opening the door and then you can let somebody in or jam the door and walk back in. Like I've done it many a times in places you're not supposed to enter, not because I'm doing anything, you know, criminal, but just because I don't feel like walking all the way down to the other end and, you know, then walking all the way back up to the other end to get to where I would want. I'll see people just coming out and I'll just, hey, I'll grab the door and I'll just walk in. I'm already checked in. You know, I'm not doing anything suspect. It's just whatever. So it's just very easy for for people to to get weapons. Now, I do believe um, this happened at like like a restaurant or something like that place. at a bar. Or yeah, a pizza place. So obviously, you know, I've, I've even been to small stuff like at um, in New York where we did mm-hmm. Barcraft where mm-hmm. there isn't any 
any formal security. You just yeah, we, kinda, did. we did that here too. You know, there was yeah, no yeah, bar crap didn't here. have any formal security. Yeah. No, it's just like it's at a local place. You just go in, meet other nerds, and have a good time, right? Yeah. So obviously now that is going to be something to consider. Um, now that this now that this has happened, and like I said on Twitter, there's been many a times, almost every time in the in the last couple of years that I've been to these events, where in the back of my mind I was actually taking note on where exits are. I was uh, paying extra attention to people in the crowd. Um, not because I'm like, uh, you know, paranoid or anything like that. It's just, it's a reality and it's scary. Um, so, you know, now for me, you know, I see something like this, which I, I never wanted to speak the words because it's very evil to even think, or you don't want to just put that out there um, for the world to hear. Um, but I always thought that this was eventually going to happen in the esport world. It was just literally a matter of time. Um, not because gamers are these bad people, and you know, oh, you know, there's, you, you know, we're gun loving, you know, whatever. Um, I don't think that's the case at all. It's just that's when you you get so many people in such an area, and the vast majority of these shooters are younger. Uh, younger people, younger uh, males in their, you know, early 20s, a lot of the times, uh, you know, sometimes in their teens. And there's a lot of people there. Um, And it just it just seemed like a a match that eventually was going to strike. And uh, unfortunately, it happened. Uh, It was super sad. I I myself did listen to the uh, um, to the stuff. Um, I didn't even know it was as serious as it was uh, when when I first heard about it. Like, oh, there's a shooting at an esports, and people were sending me Twitter links and you know saying you need to check this out. So I listened to it, and it's haunting. It's just you can you can hear people you know screaming for their lives. And, I'm pretty and sure you hear panic. at least one of the two people that weren't the shooter die in that footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at one point he says like I've been shot, you know, or or what did he shoot me with? Um, you know, you, it's very, it's chilling. It's, it's, and it, it, it hits, it hits home even more because we've been to these events and this is like, this is what we do. Um, it could have happened to me. It could have happened to, uh, you, it could have happened to anybody, um, that's in this industry. Um, just so happens that I'm not a Madden fan and I hadn't been at that Madden event, but if that was some sort of other event that I may have been at, whether I would have been injured or have just experienced that everybody that has been part of that is now going to be, you know, that's, that's going to be ingrained in them, um, one way or another. It's not, you know, it's, it's terrible. Um, it's scary and it's, um, I can't say I can't say I'm looking forward to or am going to be rushing to go to any uh, esport events for a while. I think um, and and you know there'll be there'll be people in the comment section or whatever or you know that'll tweet out and rage. Um, you know, typically you know right wing fucking gun loving whatever. And I you know say whatever you want. It's not me attacking them, but there you know I'll hear people to say, well, you you can't live in fear, man. You can't. You can't let this, you can't let this, uh, you know, stop you from, from living your best life, bro. You can't, you can't let this stop you from wanting to go and have fun and you can't let this ruin it. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a, yeah, yeah, actually I can. And it's, and it's happened. It's happening. 
and it's sad. Um, but I would just rather not put myself in those situations um, unless there's some serious protocols put in place uh, for for security and safety uh, because it just it's, it's just happening too frequently. And at this point, um, as sad as this is, to go and have a little bit of fun is not worth potentially my life or um, other people's around me. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it, it gives it, and I've seen, I've seen this outcry on, on a lot of, on a lot of streamers, uh, lately, big and small, um, that have been, that have been expressing their concerns with, um, with safety. And before this was never really an issue. I mean, you never, you never really, before, before this happened, I mean, there were, there were absolutely events where people questioned security because things were happening that shouldn't have been happening in the first place. Um, and for eSport events specifically, there are people who have been have mentioned that there seems to just just by looking around, yeah, they they like the, there seem for the amount of people that are here right now, there does not seem to be particularly adequate security. You know, it was if this was some other kind of event, I feel like there would be a hell of a lot more mm. security for what's going on, and um. And and I could totally appreciate that because, like you were mentioning before, when we went to events, uh, like uh, I, I've only been to a handful. I don't remember a single event. The only thing that that uh, that I that I was ever checked on me was for a wa- like for water. That was it. Yeah, they weren't yeah. looking for anything else. It was do you have water? Sure, they want to make sure they can sell you their four dollar water in the convention center and that you're not bringing in your own That's, water. That was the only. That was the only thing. And the security there. We're not prepared for anything major. There, there wasn't that that much of a of a presence. But there were also, you know, ten thousand people there. Yeah. And so, like, I could appreciate that um, people might have that concern. And obviously, now there is going to be this is there's always a catalyst for for change, right? And it it is unfortunate that there seems to always have to be one. It's yeah. not that we will be looking at what's been happening at other events outside of esports with shootings or violence uh, or or safety protocols in general and not just take it ahead of time before this happens. It's a shame that it doesn't go that way. It's like when you have when you have uh, they won't put in uh, a fucking uh, crosswalk with lights until 15 people got hit yeah, by a car uh, yeah, crossing yeah, the road. Crazy. It's like crazy. it's the same kind of it's the same kind of concept, right? So like yeah. why it's it's reactive versus proactive and it's it's we don't want to spend money because we don't want to be the people in charge that you know are are having people look at us sideways for spending money that they think doesn't need to be spent. So it, yeah. and and you know the the shitty part is is that no matter how good security is, you could you could spend a fortune on security. Yeah, <clears throat> people can definitely find a way to get past almost anything. Sure. And then sure. and there's there's a there's 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 a really weird, like almost like a like a DRM software analogy here for video games. It's like you're you can only you can add a bunch of security. Let's let's say that they were that they were doing the bags of everyone that walked through the fucking door. And they had a metal detector on top of that, um, like they've done for some other events with X-ray, uh, X-ray machines for bags, et cetera, et cetera, versus just having a metal detector. And let's say you do that, 
the amount of time that it takes to process the amount of people at something like a PAX or an E3 or or a Gamescom uh, overseas. I mean, Gamescom fields like 30 plus thousand people, right? Yeah. Like that's the amount of time to process that many fucking people when you're on an event schedule. You can't, you, you only, there's a limit to how much security necessarily that you can just start putting in place in terms of, 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 uh, of trying to catch stuff before it comes in. And then you're just paying a whole bunch of fucking armed security to walk around the event and hope that they catch some shit before it gets too serious, which is, uh, which is doable, but it's still a very challenging thing. I just, um, I uh I I keep I keep waiting for the 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 event or the the occurrence or the happening of one of these things that genuinely sparks some sort of change, right? And people said, "Well, we were fucked when they when what was it Sandy Hook or whatever? What was it was Sandy Hook the like the elementary school?" thing i can't remember now but when know. but when people when people eventually stopped thinking about or or that occurrence when when small children were being killed and nobody changed shit that's when yeah. people were like well we're fucked we're, we're fucked if if yeah. that if that can't do it what is it that is going like does it have to be every single child of every single politician in office that gets simultaneously nuked from orbit before the people that are in place will do anything about it. Because I, I have to imagine that it's a, a problem of degrees of separation from, from reality or, or degrees of separation from, from what's happening. If you're, if you're somebody in office and, and you have the ability to, to be part of something, I don't care what. The, and I've said this in the past. I don't really care what what the solution is. I just want them to pick something and try it, earn and in earnest, and not do this fucking, you know, toe in the water ah, and then step back out and then toe in the water ah, and, and just kind of like pick something and fucking go in and do it and try it. And if it fails, well, we've tried it. Now we can we can try another fucking solution. But we can't we can't say that one solution won't work. If we never fucking try it, and if all we do is debate which solution to start with, we're never going to do anything, and this shit just seems to be anyway. I don't know if it's just because the world is smaller from the internet and media in general, uh, and I'm sure that's at least part of it, but but it seems to be just happening more. So if we're going to just sit around and wait and debate it, then then that's a, a big problem. So just choose something and go ahead and do it. But I, I'm waiting for what it is. What what is it? It's it's got to be degrees of separation. The people who have the ability to do it, it's not their kid. It's not their it's not their niece. It's not their nephew. It's not their grandchild because we all know that some of these people in there are literally 180 fucking years old. It's not their great grandchild. It's mm. somebody else's kid. It's somebody yep. else's nephew or niece. Yep. Yep. And so when you have that many degrees of separation, or maybe it's somebody else's decent nephew, but it's also in another state. And so you sit back, and you say, oh, well, okay, well, thankfully, not my family, not my state, not my town. You get four or five degrees of separation, and then nobody gives a fuck. And then the last and, and final piece is 
career politicians that don't want to do anything because they want to stay in politics and they don't want to do anything but poll party line if it means that they get to stay in there and enjoy the the infinite benefits of a government job. So you you've got you've got people getting paid really good money with incredible benefits in retirement that want to hold on to that for dear life so that they can provide for their family who are elected either successfully or unsuccessfully by the people around them that have to be in charge of enacting change that the people do or do not want. I say do or do not because it's not always what the people want, and that's fine because what the people want isn't always necessarily the best solution. But if at the end of the day, people are people, right? They look, they're going to look out for their own first. Like there are very few honest to God, fully selfless individuals that will give up their own personal well-being and the well-being of their family in order to stick their neck out to accomplish something. It's very few. And then the bigger hurdle after that is, let's say somebody does do that and something changes. Well, the way that politics tends to go here, and it does in the States as well, is you, you exchange parties. It's two parties, basically, in Canada and in the States. It's not like it's any fucking different up here. It's two parties that go back and forth. And when the other party comes in, what usually happens? That party says, fuck it, we're going to erase everything the party did before us. Not necessarily because it's bad and we need to get rid of it for the benefit of. It's, well, it's we're just doing they it didn't come up with it. Because it's not our idea. <laughs> it's not their and, idea. And yeah. we, have to, we can't possibly agree with the other side because then we'd be like, it'd be seen as being in bed with the enemy. Yeah. It's, it's, listen, you're, you're speak you're just speaking politics, man. And at the end of the day, uh, it's just the way, it's just the way the world is working right now or certain parts of the world it works. So, you know, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's maddening. Um, I just, you know, I just, I just want, I, I just want to stop fucking hearing about it. And you can't not. It's on well, TV. You're gonna hear, it, you're it's on social more. media. You're going to hear more of it. You're going to. It's. It's not going to stop. It's everywhere. It's not going to. It's not going to stop. So just that. Literally, the only thing that can be done right now is upping security. Like you know, just upping it, upping it, upping it. And it doesn't mean it's going to stop it, but it might deter somebody from trying to do something at a certain place at a certain time. Or um, if it does happen, <clears> things get. <throat> settled and solved so that there's minimal life taken or, or people hurt. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, evil is evil is, it's going to find, it's going to find a way. Um, it's just a matter of, of trying to take precautions to, to not only have people feel safe, but, um, to keep them safe. You know, it's terrible. I mean, there's really not much else you can say. There's not really much else you can say about it. It's, it's, it's horrible Two two innocent people that went to play video games and have fun. The dude was literally smiling and laughing and probably enjoying uh, something that he worked hard to get to, that he trained for. Um, he was probably excited to to get on the plane and head to wherever he was going and meet fans and and live his best life. And 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 the last thing on his mind was being killed. Um, it's 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 absolutely. Uh, it's heartbreaking, and it, it, there's no reason why it should have happened. It, there, it's it's crazy. It's abs all because somebody 
was was angry uh, because they didn't win a game or or whether he went there knowing he was going to do that to begin with, whatever. Um, it's terrible. It's terrible. And it's going to haunt the eSport world forever, I think, in, in some way. Um, and, and hopefully out of this tragedy that um, there's there's extra precautions taken, um, you know, fans and players start thinking about the safety of their lives before signing up to go to these things uh, and really understanding what potentially they're getting themselves into, which is very, very shitty to even think about because most of us um, are, are going to these places to get away from shitty things in our lives. Most, most of us are going to these events because it's the couple of things in life that you can look forward to. You know, if, if relationships aren't going well, if work isn't going well, if school isn't going the way you want it, uh, whatever, this is supposed to be a safe haven where you go and have fun and escape from the bullshit and to go there and, 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 and add shot. to more and get fucking shot or shot at or watch your friends or your idols or, or your peers uh, be killed. Or, or be scared for their lives is is sickening. And so, you know, I know I know for me, uh, I'm going to be thinking twice and three times before I step for, foot, not only in America, uh, just to be honest, not only just in the America, but uh, in places in America uh, that have big groups of people. And people can go, well, Jeff, it just doesn't happen in America. I, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it a lot. I'm seeing it a whole lot. I'm not seeing it happen a whole lot, or at least I'm not hearing about it a whole lot, so it's not in the back of my mind. Um, however you want to spin it, fake news, real news, whatever. Um, I'm I, I'm just thinking twice before going to a gun-loving country that allows whoever to own a, to own a gun or to quickly have access to a gun. And whether you want to agree with me or not, I don't give a shit uh, because my life uh, is more important than how you feel. So if I'm not feeling safe... Uh, I'm not going to go. It's not necessarily that, just, I, just that, that, I, simple. that I sit at home fearing for my life if I go somewhere necessarily. I just, like you said before, I'm, I'm weighing, I'm weighing what I'm going to get cons, out, like, what I'm going to get out of it, is it versus, worth it? versus, yeah. you know, the, the, the risk and it, and as, I just, I, I just, I, I, it's, I, I want to be angry about it, but I don't because I've been angry about it in the past and obviously it's not going to get, uh, get me anywhere, but it is, it is infinitely frustrating to watch a country that we have to border with who ends up with a lot of fucking guns coming across the border into our country uh, because there's literally just more guns than goddamn dandelions in that in that place. Watch them throw around best country in the in the in the goddamn world and leader of the free world type verbiage, and just watch this incessant, uh, selfish hypocritical reaching bullshit on a daily fucking basis um 
and it's and and the older I get, the harder it is for me to not be angry about it because it i I keep expecting that as I get older, this shit should be at least in process of no longer being such a a, a fucking thing uh i don't i i shouldn't I shouldn't be sitting here thinking I'm gonna be fifty years old. And the States is still going to have the same or more gun-related deaths and mass shootings as it did when I was 22. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. And obviously I don't live there, but I have friends in the States. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, love, I love visiting. I love them. Like, I don't I want, actually, I, don't, I shouldn't say I love, I love going to, I love going to the States. Most of my favorite places in the world to, to visit. I don't, it's, I don't a, want my friends to be yeah. living in discomfort about this idea. And, and uh, honestly, at, at this point, if you don't at least have some semblance of not fear, but at least discomfort about this situation, I think you might actually have some sort of disassociative fucking mental issue yourself. Because, yeah, it you you can compare it to, oh, let's go and buy a lottery ticket because it's about the odds of you getting, uh, getting shot. Well, I would rather win the lottery mm. or not win the lottery than win the lottery, quote-unquote, of going to a public event or place and getting, and getting shot or getting shot at or knowing somebody that, get, that got shot. Like here in Canada, it's not like we escape it either. We had in Toronto this year, in the, this summer, yeah. Yeah. had, a, had a, a mass shooting on, a, um, on one of the busiest streets in broad daylight uh, with children involved and, and, and families out having a nice fucking day. And by the way, I want to give a quick shout out to the cop that could not have possibly handled that situation any better than he did. It was the, the world should pay attention to that shit. But it's not like we're, we escape it here either. And the first thought that comes to my mind is everyone I know in Toronto, because it was on a busy street that everyone goes to. It's not like it was like some random corner of the city. My first thought was I, 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 was, I called Hun and I was like, are you OK? Are, are you and, and, and Soyon okay? Is everyone else okay? What's going on? Et cetera, et cetera. I, and I have that with friends in the States. And every time one of these things happens, and if it's at an event or something, it just first thing comes to my mind. And, and if so, if you're not at least in that kind of situation where you're, you have, uh, then, then I feel like you're, you might actually have something fucking wrong with you. Like you you've lost your ability to feel the way that you should feel in these situations, you're not a trained fucking armed soldier being sent out into battle that should be prepared to witness the death of another human being at the hand of another. You're not that person. Maybe you are. I mean, there's a couple in the community that are part of the, 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 the military, but even people in the military aren't, aren't out there just shrugging yeah. the shit off yeah. and they see it. So I, 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 so again, I say, when, when is there going to be the thing? What is it going to fucking be? And it's not like it's impossible. And, and the reason why I bring up people talking in the States about, you know, the best country in the world and whatnot, is that when you say something like, when you say something like, you know, why doesn't, uh, why doesn't, you know, why don't we get past this whole, the States are to take care of their own shit. 
implement some federal level stuff so that gun laws are the same across the board. So somebody can't be in a neighboring state and get around some fuckery and then bring the weapon into the, into the state next to it and do some shit. They can't get the gun in that state. Oh, we'll just take a fucking drive and pick it up over here and bring it back. Why don't you just have across the board shit? Why don't you have mental health checks once every couple of fucking years? And then somebody says, well, the government can't be deciding which psychologists or psychiatrists are the ones screening because then there's like a tinfoil hat comes on and it's, well, then they just say that nobody can have guns and we're all fucked. But you have to have this shit in place. This is a guy, like we just discussed earlier, that was psychiatrically fucked out of his tree. Dude, you could look at the guy and you know that there's some shit going on in that guy's head. Like even even the even the the commentator was like this dude is like when they were describing the guy like when he's getting ready to play before he lost or whatever they were like yeah this guy's cold you like you can't get nothing out of him he's here to mean business he's not here to make any friends like he the guy is literally saying these things about this dude like pretty much calling him every name but a weirdo or a or or a fucking uh, sociopathic fucking crazy. A soulless monster like that's he's describing somebody like evil or heartless without without actually just saying those words without without yeah. just yeah. flat out and and like the commentator is broadcasting this and it's obvious you can see the type of of individual this is right yeah. so you know it's scary man so to it's, have uh, it's, to have it's that it's scary and then they go and get a gun because there's no screening for that shit in almost any state, apparently. I mean, come on. And there's always going to be somebody that falls through, like, the, the filter, right? Like, you can of put course, you can put a bunch of filters. There's always going to be some. But, of course. But that doesn't mean that you can't put the fucking filter. Like, I don't, I could, I could decide to not drink filtered water. But the fuck <laughs> am I doing? Yeah, I have Why to, yeah, you I have to wait. I have to wait for the time that it takes for me to put my shitty city water into my Brita filter or my zero water filter or my reverse osmosis. I don't even want to taste the chlorine filter. And I have to wait for that shit to happen and have it be cold and delicious in the fridge. Unless you're like lucky and you have a filter in your fridge and you're running water to the back of the fucker. Why would I just sit there and be like, you know what? I really like the taste of just raw city water. I'm just going to go drink some fucking city water. No, of course not. Hmm. Put some more filters in place and make it universal. Homogenize it across state lines. Fucking be done with the shit. Yeah, but after that water's filter, it's no longer freedom water, Adam. It's 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 that's right. It's no longer it's no longer freedom water, and that's not what that's not what the water has been based on for generations upon <laughs> generations. Is it needs to be free? It needs to be able to go through the Arctic and and make its way down into the into the bottle and have it packaged fresh. You know. Why, 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 why go on birth control or wear a condom when you should have your, your penis should be able to have some freedom, freedom, you know, no consequences, free, no consequences, no responsibility, just raw straight, freedom, <laughs> raw, freedom, filtered, natural, organic, not from concentrate freedom, mm. but I just it's fucking crazy, dude. Anyway, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a shame. Um, There's you know. a lot of, I'm going to say this before we stop it. There's a lot of voting going on right now to get new people in, in the States. Um, go fucking we'll vote. 
Go do it. And and before you do that, at the very least, check that you haven't been unregistered because one of the things that has been plastered everywhere is that a lot of people, regardless of their situation, have been unregistered for like because fuck you, that's why. So go make sure that you're still registered, and if you're not, re-register so that people can't fuck you, and then go and 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 vote and and do some shit. At least do that, um, because. I, I think that regardless of what the solution is, I think everyone can agree that something has to be done. You might not agree on what that something is. You might have disagreements, and every time somebody mentions, you know, filtering the gun system, you you have some sort of, like, reflex where you want to projectile vomit, and, and all of a sudden the Second Amendment just bleh, comes out of your mouth. I get that. It's cool. You might disagree with how it's done, but just get something fucking done, America. Goddamn. Stop just making excuses and do something. Admit there's a problem. It's like you're in AA, for God's sake. The first step is admitting there's a problem. Mm. Then deal with it. And then have Saturday Night Live fucking do a skit or some shit. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 happened this week, Jeff. We uh, got a chance to, to, to spot that. Did you watch the, the, the demo? Did. You got caught a little bit. We were talking a little I bit. Told, I told you about yes. the demo when it was going on. Yes, yeah. this is true. This is this is true. So we got to watch a little bit about that. Um, yeah, I watched like, I would your, say, 30 minutes of it. I ended up watching the parts that I missed later on. because Oh, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch the first of it. When I was back on, I saw uh, Dr. Dr. Disrespect was watching the VOD of it. And when I clicked on it, I was like, oh, this is the part I didn't see. I saw it from basically where you and I had picked up. I saw the, the chunk before it. So mm-hmm. uh, what were your thoughts on on Cyberpunk after having gotten to see a good chunk of that of, of that demo? How were, how were you left feeling? Uh, I loved it. I thought it was. I mean, I mean, I, I, is there anybody that didn't like it? <laughs> I mean, I, I actually have actually, not actually, seen, yes, but yeah, okay. Not, well, it makes. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I suppose always it's like be somebody. It is, there's always going to be somebody that yeah, has yeah. no taste, right? Yeah. But I mean, you know, it looks pretty. It looks pretty amazing. It looks, you know, yeah. it looked. It 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 definitely is a working. Is it 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 needs some polish? Like there. Are, the game at at points felt a little janky, um, but once again, it's not a finished product yet or anything like that. I'm sure, um, and probably depending on what kind of you know how much power you're running for this game and stuff, that you know the different performance levels of it is it's probably going to be pretty dramatic. But yeah, yeah, um, you know, it looks the game looks great. I mean it it's a sexy looking game. Um, it's basically Grand Theft Auto meets like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like, um, what's that, what's that other, what's that game that you went around and, um, fuck, we talked about it on a podcast not long ago, I did a playthrough of it, um, I thought it started with, it wasn't Rust, but it was something else, a Rage, um, so it was like, it was like a bit of Rage, or at least the feel of Rage, Blade Um, Runner, Blade Runner, yeah, very Blade Runner ish, uh, but just a lot of Grand Theft Auto. It felt it felt like I was watching a futuristic uh, first person uh, Grand Theft Auto. Just the way you get into cars and you can mm-hmm. go around and talk to whoever or run people, random people over, and do whatever you want. Like it's open world. It even like the the uh, the look of the game was very Grand Theft Auto ish, which mm. I, which I think is very smart of them. Um, because it, it gives, 
it's gonna it's gonna hook those Grand Theft Auto lovers. Um, and and it also they're taking a formula that works and they're making it their own. And I can honestly say that they're making it their own, or at least that's what it looks like. Anyway, the the guns. It's, it's kind of hard to not look like Grand Theft Auto if you have a like a, a, a if you do any sort of game like that that's a shooter in a city. You almost yeah. exclusively end up being yeah Grand Theft yeah. Auto for sure. Yeah, but it really uh. Huh. It really felt like uh, like Grand Theft Auto, just futuristic, and mm. that's not a bad thing at all. Um, yeah. I'm liking uh, I'm liking the fact that everything uh, seems to be well voice acted for the most part. Um, it seems like um, the the gameplay itself looks fun and unique. A lot of the a lot of the weapons, although there are some standard weapons like shotguns and assault rifles and stuff. They do different things. Like it's so cool watching. Like the when I saw the bullets bounce off, ricochet off walls, and yeah, yeah. Uh, having like heat seeking bullets and stuff. Um, it, even even uh, just being able to blow off people's limbs. Like you, you're you're. He did like a slide. You shoot someone's leg, and then it'd be it, you can use like bullet time, and then you can like shoot their head off at the same and the same thing. And you see like one leg going somewhere, and the head's <laughs> exploding. It just looks so cool, it's and then wild, there was like yeah. those, and then there was like those raid bosses. So it had that destiny feel to it as well. So there's there's like a whole lot of, uh, and there's RPG elements too, where where there's like level grinding, and you and you're you're upgrading your your weapons, and you're customizing your your character's gear and stuff to like be better over time. Well, that is so cool and unique. Um, I don't know if there's going to be, I don't know if they said this or not, but is there, is it going to be multiplayer where you can go and be with other, uh, players as well and do whatever in, and are you able to do like co-op with them or, Mm. you know, there's a lot of things that I don't know about, uh, about the game. And, and I love the fact that you can do different, uh, dialogue. So there was like, it was, and they showed it too. Like, I don't know if it's, if it's the whole game is going to be that, like, that many options it's hard to believe that there's going to be that many options but i'm sure that there is going to be a significant amount of options for the main quest line probably for a lot of the side stuff like getting certain weapons or gear or helping out random people Uh, i'm sure it's going to be a lot more linear Mm. but it seems like for the main story being able to choose like three different options and then when you choose that option there's like three other options and it's it was just so cool and 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 especially for replay value you can play the game like one way and then decide to play it a whole different way and experience it uh like experience new cutscenes new new dialogue new consequences uh i think that's great the game is just looks awesome and yeah. uh, i'm i'm buying it 100% I, I i i'm i'm sold completely yeah i um i was i was pretty impressed by it i I expected, and and of course, we only saw we only saw uh, you know a small forty eight minutes of it, yeah, a small fraction of it. But I I I expected the game to be a bit grittier. I guess is the word I would go for. Obviously, it's it's gritty in the yeah. You I can more, you want more can, John Wick? I can like, bullet time. Well, eh, no, I, I I want I want more. Um, I want more Blade Runner. That I want it to go. I want it to air closer to that, to to that feel. It felt uh, it, it felt to me. And again, because we only saw forty eight minutes of it, obviously we can't just 
know yeah. for sure. But, um, but I, what I like about cyberpunk often is, is that it is a, a dystopian world that is really, really dystopian. And the, the stratification of, of, of the citizens are really well defined and you already get that for sure. That's why I'm, 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 I don't want to say with certainty that it isn't going to be that way because you get that with the weapons. Like you get the core weapons yeah. and then there's the weapon that's like, that's uh miltech, you know, military grade. And then because this is dystopian to shit, the corporation level, the corp, like the corp weapons or whatever above military spec. It's just like, you would think that, it, you know, it's the, it's the, you would think military has the best shit, it's the, but it's the it's corporation. The it's the billionaire corporation. Exactly. Weapons. Exactly. The military gets it aligned. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you get, you see bits of that. So maybe it isn't freedom. You know, they, <laughs> <laughs> just maybe, in case the government wants to turn on us, we got to have our corp weapons. We got to have a, 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 a checks and balances. So yeah, they, uh, there's hints at, uh, of it, but like the the tone when they were out driving around in the city and stuff, it just didn't feel. I don't know if noir is the right word. I don't. I don't mm. know if I, if that is. Maybe mm. it is. But I just I expected it to just be a bit grungier or some shit. Um, it felt a little too light. I saw what I. I feel like it should. It felt have, very District Nine. Did yeah, you see the movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it should felt have, very District Nine. It should have been. It should have felt less like Grand Theft Auto when you were out yeah. driving. Like when you weren't driving in, out in the city and you were in yeah. close quarters, it didn't feel like Grand Theft Auto at all. And then you get no. outside into the car yeah. and all of a sudden- it was bright. It was the yeah. color palette they used. It was like bright. The color, and the, the color palette is probably a bit yeah. of it for sure yeah. or a lot of yeah. it is that if they muted that- Yeah, they brought it down it, some it would made it a little been, grungier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but as far as the gameplay goes, obviously the- And we mentioned this when we talked about- uh, this on the podcast last week, we had no idea, obviously, that they were going to show this shit. But um, you know, we 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 got to see that dialogue tree. It wasn't like a fork in the road; it was like a tree, like Jeff was saying. You get three options, and there's three more options, and there's three more options. So you get this branching path uh, deal, and we but we've seen so many developers for like the last ten years plus. Um, ever since really, I guess, uh, like a Mass Effect really popularized that whole idea uh, in the mainstream games, that how much, or or Star Wars, Knights of the Republic, how much difference is this really making? And because like we said before, you could you go off of the branch, but you inevitably come back to the same main road at the end of it, right? Yeah. So you, you technically see bits and pieces. So how much will it actually change it? That remains to be seen. Uh, it did feel very, or or it felt more organic than other games in terms of the the discussion, because there were interruption points, or it seemed like there were interruption points where something was happening, and you do it, and it will dynamically kind of cut them off, or or yeah. or you know do their thing. So it felt like you were actually part of a scene, which gives a little bit more weight to your decisions. It makes you feel like when the guy was you know telling the 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 partner of V to sit the fuck down and he didn't want to sit down. And then V eventually, you know, the player chooses to tell the guy to sit, to sit you know, down, to just, just yeah. sit down before shit gets real. And he, yeah. uh, and like it all, all that timing felt like it was very organic. So that was really cool to see. I love the look of the weapons. The weapons look fucking awesome, especially that smart gun from a yeah. visual standpoint. When they went into the menu and showed me that I came thrice. It was yeah, really, it was really awesome. well designed. Um, 
despite the fact I'm not like the biggest fan of like heat seeking bullets or whatever, it's not like the greatest thing in the world for me, but I like I like the design a lot. The thing that I would want to that oh, I guess might have been because it was a demo and the audio wasn't like if you were playing the game necessarily. Maybe it's a, that's the case. The guns didn't feel very punchy. Mm. Um, especially the shotgun. The shotgun was doing some crazy stuff and it felt weak. As, it, like it sounded weak as mm-hmm. hell. It didn't sound like it was doing the amount of damage it should be, which is a problem a lot of a lot of shooter games can have. It's um it's and it's a big differentiating factor. It's like when people choose the greatest guns of all time, it's generally because they sound really good and they just the sound and how the and everything the animation mm. all comes together. How it feels. It's yeah. like the Doom Doom 2's shotgun. One of is the greatest shotgun of all time. Maybe a close second there is the Halo shotgun, which is also super satisfying. People might also say that Halo's uh, the original Halo's Magnum is the greatest pistol in any game because of the sound and the way that it felt uh, was incredible. And you'll often see reviewers talk about or people talk about how guns sound or feel good. Like there are Call of Duty games where you 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 are. I found unloading. Destiny. I think Destiny guns feel really good. I, I like. Yeah, I they're like not bad. Destiny. They 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 felt they felt good and they sounded good. They felt like they had punch. Um, yeah. Uh, the doctor was talking about this today when I was watching him briefly on the side before we went offline. He was talking about how when he was playing, I think he was talking about Rainbow Six, where he felt like he was full auto with like a, a like an M4 or some shit, and it and it felt like he was watching, you know, he's watching the the bullets hit and he's and he everything's happening, but he feels like he's shooting with air, like it doesn't mm. feel like an act, like he's actually shooting bullets versus in a game like PUBG, which is it, no matter how broken the game is. The guns sound and look like they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they and it feels visceral. So that's something that I'd wait to want to be able to see more of. But the design was fire, voice acting was was pretty good. Um, the animations were neither here nor there. I wasn't particularly impressed. I'm going to be honest with the animations; they were just kind of okay. But again, we're far away from the release of this game, so you can't really judge it that harshly. Um, yeah. Good. It was. Good. It looks. It looks really fucking good. Looks really good. It looks really good. It's probably going to be the game of the year, regardless of of what goes down. Oh, like yeah. the odds of it not being pretty slim, but uh, but yeah, it's um, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Oh, I was going to mention the one. The the it has good reception. Some people were complaining that they didn't have third person, which I guess if you're into CD Projekt Red's games, one you're upset that it's a first person shooter, perhaps. And two, uh, it's. It's first person. I think, like we talked about before, I think third person ruins this game. Uh, yep. The scale just goes away entirely and yep. and not worth it. Uh, wow <sighs> has done well. Big shocker here. <laughs> wow refuses yeah. to die. It just does not want to go away. People don't want to let it die. And I think that my grandchildren are going to be fucking playing expansions to wow uh, at the rate that this is going. The latest expansion has set a new day one sales record of 3.4 million copies in the first day. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. That's a whole lot of wow. I really don't get it. I I wish I did. I do. I do. I I wish I did. it's, It's as simple as this. World of Warcraft is pretty much the MMO. It's mm. always been the MMO. 
Mm. I mean, some you know, there are the, there are other successful MMOs. Don't get me wrong, but WoW is it. I mean, WoW is the show. And no matter how much people hate World of Warcraft or 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 got tired of playing it or said that Blizzard, you know, went to shit with it or said the game is dying. I mean, I don't know how many times I heard WoW's dead and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. It feels like every time a new expansion comes out, every time, everybody just seems to forget about all of the things that they complained about in the past. Because what what this is, this is like this is this is going to be the Star Wars effect, right? Star Wars Episode Nine, the the the, the trailers are going to start coming out. People are going to get fucking hyped. You're going to forget right? about they're, everything. They're going to fucking forget about episode eight. And if they haven't forgot about it, they're going to say, well, it can't be as bad as episode eight. And so I'm going to go. It's the same thing with the World of Warcraft. They love it so much. It's such a huge part of their childhood, right? It's, it's or like just if, their life. Or just their life. It's been around know, so long their, now. Or just their life. Yeah. And, and, and perhaps they did stop playing the game for a while and they lost interest. And they're just looking for a reason to to get lost in the world again. They just they and and I can guarantee you, the vast majority of these three point four million copies of WoW, there'll be only like one million that are going to be playing after a month, mm. right? They're, they're, people are gonna, people are going to buy that shit. They're going to play the living tits out of it, and then they're going to get back to the point where they were before the expansion came out, where they're like, okay, I'm bored. You know, it's the same. Nothing's really changing, blah, 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 and that's it. And then they'll go dormant. And then World of Warcraft in two years going to come out with another expansion. And they're going to sell another three million copies. And it's what they do. It's why Blizzard is just not letting this thing go because it's a money-making fucking machine. It is an insanely huge, gigantic, money-printing IP that just will never stop. It just will never stop. And it's so big that there's no other MMO that can really make it because this one is it. There's only like room in the world for like three MMOs right now. That's it. And there's only really room for one and it's wow. And the other ones are just there and they're successful in their own right. But there's just wow. And so everyone's just, it's, it's going to be like the battle royale where it's going to be it's Fortnite, And then there's going to be like two others. PUBG and like another one that'll be sort of, you know, trying to make it. But at the end of the day, it's Fortnite. Fortnite is going to be the show and you're going to be up against Fortnite and that's it. And no matter how shitty Fortnite gets, people are always going to play Fortnite. And then Fortnite will come up with some sort of expansion or some sort of add-on or some sort of new map or something. And everyone and runs game, back. And everyone's going to run fucking there. It's going to be the next things and sliced bread and it, that's it that's that's what world of warcraft is so i get it i i get it dude it's like it's like um uh say say for me for example i stopped playing starcraft for for a while and i'm playing it again now but i say i stopped playing for a while and then starcraft goes guess what we get another expansion we got another expansion boys oh well you're so gonna rough. see you're gonna see every starcraft lover ex-lover you know, ex-mistress come out of the fucking woodwork <laughs> to buy that game on launch and play the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. Because they love the IP. They just love the game. They might be sick and tired of the current version, but just give them a reason to spend money. And that's it. That, that's what WoW is, except that WoW is on, on the level of millions of people. 
And it's like, and it's diehard. It's like people have 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 put in literally a percentage of their life. Like a large, we're talking- a large. Like at this point, there are a lot of people that half of their adult or half of their life yes. has been spent playing WoW to some degree. WoW is fourteen years old, which means if you yes. started playing when you were yes. thirteen or fourteen, you have yes. either played WoW for half or more than half of your existence on this yes. earth. And it- it's no different. It's no different than, um, you know, being being brought up, um, uh, believing in a certain way, right? You, you spend you spend twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years of, of your parents molding you as a person. You don't know. You don't know really to think for yourself. You're just emulating what your parents are teaching you, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, that's just human nature. It's what it's what you do. It's 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 you just go with it. But then it gets to a certain point where you get old enough and then you start realizing, oh shit, I have my own thoughts and I may or may not agree with this and I've started thinking about things in a different way. Well the thing is is with World of Warcraft is is it's it's ingrained in them. It's it's like it 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 becomes second nature. It's what you're used to. It's it's kind of like a a, a Pepsi drinker versus a Coke drinker. You you you're brought up on on Pepsi or Coke in your household or whatever, and you just drink it. You drink it. You drink it to the point that when you start tasting another uh, competitor, you know, like you're like, you're like this doesn't like, taste right. This doesn't taste right. I don't no. like this. Yeah. I don't like this. And then, and then, you know, and then next thing you know, you see a commercial of, or you're a Coke drinker and you see a commercial of that Coca-Cola taking a sip and, and you're desensitized to every other type of marketing, man. (laughs) They, they could, you know, there could be, there, it's, it's like McDonald's, right? You see a McDonald's and you're like, fuck, I could really go for a Big Mac right now. But you, you, you're watching TV and you see a, a commercial for, for whatever. It could be, uh, for, for bottled water or, or deodorant or, or, a headset, whatever, microphone. You don't give a fuck. You're, you're just like you want to just skip the ad. You're not paying attention to it. You're looking at your phone, but then, but as soon as that Coca-Cola ad runs, it, it it chemically just does something in your brain where you've just you've been so used to drinking it, and it just you have so many memories that like it, it, it's it it just it brings it up like it, it, it this feeling. It's no different for for World of Warcraft players. It's what you know, and so when there's when when there's this new revamp of the thing that you love that you're not interested in anymore then you're you're more inclined to to go out and do it even if it means you're just going to get that swig of the coke right you just open it ah oh, you take a drink it's like a it's like a person that wants to smoke you know they get the fucking yeah, get, jitters for it they that. see it yeah, yeah. they take they take a puff and and it's like this you know, you, it's it's just this relief, but then you're like, "Fuck! I hate these goddamn cigarettes. Why <laughs> the fuck am I smoking? Why am I drinking this pop?" You know, after three or four gulps, you're like, "Fuck! This tastes like shit." You know, I, I remember why I fucking hate this, right? And, but that's it for wow. It's it's some people will, will just buy it just to just to have that moment and then just give it up. And They're like some two people, weeks in, and they go, "Wait a minute." Wait a minute! I remember why I don't play this anymore. I like yeah. vagina. I like my job. I like my life. Uh, I I I'm the tired game is of this, fourteen this, and this. years old, and the, it's, the mechanics are just dated as fuck, and we need to stop it. Yes, yes, but that's it. That's why I answered your question. That is why it sold three point four million copies. Not because it's it's a groundbreaking game. It's just more wow. That's what it is. It's more wild. Wild. 3.4 million insane. copies. It's insane. Uh, congrats to the, uh, to the you know, 1.4 million people out of that 3.4 that are actually going to play this for longer than two weeks. Enjoy it. 
Get her done. Uh, EA loses, finally. EA has had uh, like a monopoly on pretty much every sports title that isn't the NBA for what feels like so long now I can't even... I can't even process it. And poor 2K tried to do the hockey thing not long ago when it had the opportunity, and that just shit just bombed. They've been out of the game too long. But EA lost, finally, their like exclusivity for using the PGA Tour. And so 2K immediately hopping mm. on that shit. Uh, and instead of having to try and build an entire game from the ground up to make use of their ability to actually include courses and and professional golfers they went to um it's actually i think a canadian studio that made the game that's on steam it's called uh the golf club and uh, aptly named and uh a much more you know in in terms of like where it would lie uh, on these on the arcade the simulation where tiger woods is closer to the like the PGA Tour uh, series is closer to the arcade. This is definitely making an attempt to be more towards the the uh, simulation side. So I was a little surprised by it, but they just released uh, like the 2018-2019 version of the golf club, and then 2K came in and said, all right, guys, we're getting in on this shit, and we're going to put uh, PGA courses in the game we can't put uh, people in it yet because there hasn't been enough time to do that but we can build courses out and we can use them now so that's part of the game and the game's reviewing really well so hopefully i used to love tiger woods pga tour games played the shit yeah, out of those games quite a bit of it too um especially 2003 which is still my favorite golf game basically of all time um i hope that this lights a fire under some asses get some competition because I wouldn't mind playing another golf game again. I, I, I just, there's something about it. Yeah, I, I, it's relaxing. It's, it's a it's rela- relaxing. It's a rela- well, it's chill. Well, well, it can, <laughs> it can be. Yes, yeah, it can yeah. be relaxing for sure. Uh, yeah. It can also make you want to throw your controller through a window. But it, it is a good time. So I, I'd love to have more competition there. I'm glad. I think I think the whole exclusivity for sports stuff needs to go away. I understand that that the sports industry makes lots of money when a company comes in and says, we want exclusive rights, but it really makes it kind of bland when it's one company making pretty much every fucking sports game. Um, because whether it's good or bad, you don't really have a choice otherwise. Um, in, in, I have two things that are unbelievably random news this week. The first thing on my list here that I've got is Onimusha Warlords is getting a 1080p or HD remake of the game. It was an Xbox game. I don't know if Onimusha was ever on the PlayStation, but it might have been at some point. Did you ever play Onimusha back on the Xbox? Uh, is that like the Japanese game? There, there, yeah, it's like a uh, like a samurai, like a warrior samurai. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I haven't played it. I have it, but I yeah. Yeah, it, I I played it and beat it when I was uh, younger. It was one of those things I rented when you know back in the day when you could still rent from places and stuff. Uh, and it was a really it was really a pretty good game. And given the popularity of stuff like not that it's as hard as Dark Souls, but Dark Souls and the uh, games that are coming up from, for example, the 
developers of Dark Souls that are a lot of heavy, heavy samurai Japanese influences. Probably not a bad time to have them come out with this, but yeah, they're apparently basically completely revamping it. HD the hell out of it with widescreen support, the whole nine yards. And they're releasing it on everything. So you're getting it on the PC, the Xbox, the PlayStation, and the Switch. Everything's getting it. Uh, and that was one of the most unexpected announcements that I could have ever imagined. They have all the games that were going to get an HD remake. The odds of, of me thinking that Onimusha was going to be that game is pretty friggin' slim. But it's coming. Um, I'm not, like, excited about it. I'm just interested because I haven't played it in so long. I might pick it up just to see how well it's aged uh, or, or something along those lines. And then the other... Perhaps even more random news. I, it's a battle between these two. Streets of Rage Four get announced. Yeah, I saw. I saw the. I saw some photos of it. Uh, yeah, it's t- okay. Well, I don't know why. I don't know why, but this was. This was. This is. This was how I my experience for this was. I, I think I've mentioned on the podcast in the past that uh, I would love the 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 side-scrolling brawler to have a bit of a renaissance because indie games are, are popular right now and the uh, the pixel art generation seems to be here. Lots of games being done in, in pixel art form. It's not necessarily 8-bit or 16-bit or whatever. It's just pixel art. It's done in pixel style. Um, and so to have those kind of games make a comeback or just have somebody be able to pick up a, a, an IP and just have a little fun with it Seemed like it made sense. I did not expect it to actually happen. However, they're not doing it in that style. They're doing it in some cheap-ass, bullshit, mobile, cartoon-looking thing. And so my first thought was, I see this, I went, excuse me? Then I got excited. Because I was like, Streets of Rage is fucking dope. Clicked on it. Saw this, like, uh, animation. I was like, alright. It's not really feeling like Streets of Rage, but the animation's done pretty well. The music isn't as good as the old stuff either. Probably not the same composer. They should probably try and lock that guy down. Whatever, whatever, whatever. It still looks good. It's still hype. I'm seeing Axel. I'm seeing. I'm. I'm seeing uh, Blaze or whatever her name is. I think it's Blaze. No skate that I saw. I didn't see. I didn't see skate. I didn't see. Uh, what was the really big guy's name? Wasn't it? Was it Adam? It might have been. But like, or Max. I don't Max. I think maybe. maybe yeah. I think it might have been Max. Anyway, um, I think Adam was another character, but Max was like the big wrestler dude. Only two of them. Only only uh, Axel and, and, and Blaze or, or whatever her name was. And um, and then they showed the gameplay segments and I immediately turned off. Yeah, it doesn't look good. I st- I, I, my, all of my hype drained instantaneously. It's it all look, gone. It doesn't look good. It doesn't, it, look good. it doesn't look like Streets of Rage. No, it doesn't. Even a little bit. Yeah. It represents zero of what Pretty much anyone. I, I when I went and I looked at comments and stuff, I, I was seeing people that were excited that it was a project happening, but they were they were the type of excited where they were still hoping that a, despite the fact that this project's obviously already started, that they were going to somehow get the composer from the original games that did fire fucking tracks for the original uh, titles to come do it. You know that's not going to happen. And then number two was everyone saying, "Why is the art style like this?" You know, maybe they'll change it up. Maybe it's still early enough to change it. That's not going to happen either. So I think what little positivity is surrounding this is not going to last for for very long because it just, it doesn't look like Streets of Rage. And it's a shame. It's a shame because I was ready for it and now I'm not so ready for it. So 
Uh, disappointing, to say yep. the least. Uh, I would have loved to have some more, honest to God, streets of rage in my life. Um, somebody dredged up. We talked about the PlayStation 5 last week. Somebody dredged up, apparently, that there was a little line in the Unreal 4 engine that just got uh, discovered, whether it was added recently or otherwise. And it was making, it was making reference to a, a platform called, uh, like, a codename Erebus. And uh, the rumor is that that is the codename for the PlayStation 5. And so there are games being developed for the platform on Unreal 4 for PlayStation 5. So um, it makes sense. I could understand why that would be the case. It also seems to lend itself to the idea that the PlayStation 5 is closer than people might have thought. Maybe the end of 2019 isn't as far-fetched uh, as people had once thought, and at least 2020. Um, but we will we will find out. I don't know what else that would be. Like it, it's it's not Xbox. It's not Xbox almost with certainty. And the only other you know console would be Chrome or, or Google's, and that's that's really unlikely. Mm-hmm. So it's probably the PlayStation Five. So maybe we are, in fact, going to uh, to see some crazy announcement next year at E3 where PlayStation how crazy, shows up. How crazy would this be? <laughs> okay. How okay? How up. crazy? How crazy would this be right here? The PS5 gets or 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 the Xbox, one of the two. It doesn't matter. The Xbox, whatever they're going to call this, the Xbox fucking hole, the Xbox fucking. 480. I don't know what they're going to call this thing. 480p. It's, it's probably just going to be called the Xbox, but who knows? God only knows. Or Box X. But either way, okay? So so what happens so what happens if, what happens if this? What happens if Fortnite goes? Oh no. We're going to do an exclusive for one or the other consoles. Oh so boy. So in order to play Fortnite, you're going to have to buy the PS5. If you want to play, if you want to play Fortnite on the new generation, only one or the other console is going to have Fortnite. What kind of huge impact would that have on the sales for either console? Because that would be like, you know, what happens? What happens if Xbox gets an exclusivity deal for, with Fortnite? Is that going to be the? Is that going to be the thing that will push Xbox sales? way above PlayStation just from the one game. I don't think Microsoft can afford that. But it would be a for sure way to literally sell your console and to finally have a a lead in in a space that they haven't been in the lead in in many years. It would be like the holy grail of of you know fuck like Red Red Dead, fuck Grand Theft Auto. Fortnite, you know, they go, hey, Fortnite, we're going to fucking pay you $100 million or whatever the kind of money it takes to give us exclusivity even for six months, the like three months, it would be, the sales would be fucking gigantic. It would just, it would be the show. It would be the show. If, because you gotta, you gotta say, if somebody, if somebody's a PlayStation guy or a gal, and chances are they're playing Fortnite one way or another, 
And 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 the Xbox is coming on. They have no like they have no plans to buy the fucking Xbox. But they gotta wait three, six months before Fortnite, the game that they're fucking that all their friends are gonna play that they wanna love them, they wanna play on the new console. They don't wanna play their old fucking console. They want the new one. And they gotta choose. You ain't gonna get both. Most people can't afford both. So you can buy one or the other. The well, Xbox is going to sell. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I, it would be an expensive, expensive endeavor, and it would be tough to tell if it would be worth, you know, if if people would actually go over to buy the Xbox right now, maybe for the next one, like we were talking about here. Yeah. Yes, yeah, well, for for the next Xbox. Yeah. Like for, you know, we're assuming because because E3 will say E3 of next year, there's going to be Sony and Xbox. They're and they're they're gonna announce they're gonna they're announcing their damn consoles at at, at the next E three. It's gonna happen. Um, if they don't, it, it might even happen before that at, at some other thing. Who knows? But we're gonna hear about it at the next E three. If one of them come out comes out and says that we're getting an exclusive deal for Fortnite, you know, whoo, whoo, you know, whoo, or Fortnite comes out, it's you know, and, and says and says guys. Fortnite is coming to the next generation, but exclusively on Xbox. Everybody in that hall is going to go fucking mad because they're all champion Xbox and the whole world will blow up. I mean, everyone's going to be like, fuck, you know, the Sony people are going to be like, what the fuck? It'd they be crazy. Would, they would grab, they would, well, if it was Xbox, it would end up on the PC and on the Xbox. And yeah, uh, well, that, well, that's the reason why I would be thinking that it would be the Xbox uh, exclusive over mm. Sony. Because they're they're going to be on the PC regardless, right? So if they're gonna if there's going to be an exclusive deal, it would likely happen there opposed to over there. Like not on the Switch, not on not on Sony Xbox. I th- well, obviously, I think it would it would be big for them. I think it would sell it would sell consoles for sure. But I don't think they would ever do it. I don't think Microsoft would do it, and I don't think I don't think Epic would even field the idea. You know, especially especially taking Fortnite off of something like the Switch, given the age of the the of the demographic. Well, you leave it. No, you leave it on the Switch, like the 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 current version, like right. So so what I'm saying is, Fortnite, you still play it on the PlayStation Four, right? And you still play it on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I so I guess you can't really take it off the Switch. So the Switch is going to be the Switch because it's not a new version. You're just saying getting Switch. it away from Sony, getting it away from Sony for the next generation console. So, you know, yeah. if you want to play Fortnite on the PS4, you go ahead and play play the Fortnite on PS4. Or if they went even crazier with it and said, you know, Fortnite is no longer going to be available mm. on these uh, consoles anymore. And now we're going fully exclusive with Microsoft. I can't see that happening because that's just crazy. Yeah. But I could see them for the next generation if, you know, I, I shouldn't say I can see them, but I'm just asking... Seeing your opinion, if you think yeah, it would yeah. make a huge difference, oh, yeah, where if they if they could get if they could get exclusivity, uh, even if it's just a short period of time, uh, just yes. a short period of time, absolutely. I mean, yes, yeah. a hundred, yes. Fortnite is is enormous. It's the biggest game in the world. If they lock down any kind of exclusivity, it's gonna it's gonna provide them benefit, right? It's uh, even if they had time exclusives to uh, to content releases within Fortnite, it yeah. would be a it would be a big thing, and. You know, uh, PlayStation, Sony is in this weird spot where they don't want crossplay, but everyone else does. Exactly. And so, and and so, like Bethesda's already poking poking around, and and they're not using their 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 big games uh, to threaten, but 
But they're already talking to Sony and being like, Sony, get get your head out of your ass. Yep. Uh, or we're going to pull like Elder Scrolls Legends, I think is the game that they threaten. Who gives a fuck? But uh, but it's the idea. Imagine Fortnite. Imagine going, oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah, Fortnite okay. or, or Fallout yeah. 76, right? Like <laughs> exactly. For, for Bethesda, yeah. be like, all right, well, tough shit, Sony. Uh, if you're yeah. not going to have crossplay, well, then fuck that. We're just going to yeah. take our ball I mean, and even, go play over here. Even as something as simple, like I think even would make it would make a difference. Even if it was as simple as a game mode yeah. or, or a promotional gameplay for a period of time on the Xbox, kind of like what they did with the Avengers thing with uh, with, the, with the Infinity Gauntlet and, and, and Thanos. If they said, you know, for, for exclusively only on Xbox yeah. for a period of time during this console uh, release, I think that in itself would make a huge difference, let yeah. alone just full exclusivity. Yeah. Even if they even if there was just small little things that were exclusive to the Xbox, I think that would be a really like genius marketing. And and if they don't have those those exclusive games, those those uh you know, just just for Xbox um original IPs that are coming out, say if it's Halo or uh, whatever Xbox is gonna come out with, if if they just lock down something like Fortnite that might be enough just to sell consoles right there and take and take the lead for the first time and make headlines. I mean, and then and then snowball from there. Let me see what. <clears throat> I just want to check something real quick. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not going to run out and buy a console okay. for Fortnite, but so, there's a lot of people that would. So we can get a rough idea about what Fortnite's value is based on the market cap for or the estimated worth of of epic games right so it was it was worth 825 million when tencent bought them but now it's worth four and a half billion <laughs> as of july Woo. um but apparently it's projected by the end of this year to be worth over eight and a half billion. So if Microsoft was going to do that, first of all, they'd have to get it off of 10 cent hands, which is not going to happen in no. a hundred million no. years. Yeah. Um, 10 cents market cap is almost $500 billion. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Happening. They're not it's going to give that happening. up. However, yeah. you know, they could, they could, try and get some sort of, and I'm sure they will because I think Sony's going to go for having, you know, some sort of exclusive skins or, or things of that nature. Microsoft will probably do the same. If they can lock down some sort of timed exclusivity for, for certain content, it's always going to help them out for sure. Um, and time will tell if they, if they really want to lock themselves up with that, but it's, it's a, um, yeah, that would be, It'd be crazy. That would, it would that rock. Would, it would. It would. It would change the game. No matter. Literally. Either. Either way, next year is going to be very wild because we're going to be seeing Microsoft and Sony both kind of uh, be talking oh, about gonna, consoles they're again. Gonna, they're going to slug it out, man. It's going to be. It's going to be exciting again. It's going to be. It's going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty friggin' wild. So yep. it's yeah. That's. So anyway, I thought I thought I was just thinking to myself, you know. Yeah, you I mean, know, and whatever, Microsoft needs pretty much anything they, they, they can need get their anything hands they can on. get, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they fielded that idea. I'm I'm sure that somebody sat around and went, somebody crunched the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know. 
Do we have can a couple we, hundred million and just sitting around that we can throw Epic's can way? We have, can we afford this right now? Uh, mm. You know, will it really pay off? Uh, so yeah, I, the Lord only knows. And 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 speaking about the the Microsoft thing, just to, uh, I have this ordered in some sort of sensible way today. Microsoft was apparently working on a VR headset at one point to compete with the PSVR, and then they decided to shelve that idea, put it on the back burner. Um, which might have been one of the smartest things that they've ever done. Yeah, Um, probably smart. It would have been kind of interesting to see what their headset would have looked like in comparison to PlayStation's. I think we'll eventually still get one. We'll get one. I think think Microsoft's Microsoft's letting other people figure out VR. Yeah. Which if you're going to do something... On their dime. (laughs) Yeah, well, right, right, which which is a smart thing for them to do because... Uh, VR is a very new thing. It's one thing for somebody to let somebody else figure out an idea that's already relatively yeah, matured, right? Because you're not getting a lot of benefit from that. You can take you can take chances on on mature products, but if you're going to if you're going to let somebody else figure, you know, figure out all the pitfalls of developing a VR headset in in the gaming market, you might as well let other people do it and then just come yep. in if the market's actually hot. And as it turns out, it's not hot. It's not hot. It's not hot. No, it's, 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 it's ice cold. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty close to frozen. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, let it dough. Let there, it dough. Let, let that bad boy, yeah, continue to sit on the back burner mm. uh, for a little while longer. And that has it for our gaming news this week. Mr. Black, hit me up yeah. with the sound of movies and TV. Movies and TV. A Quiet Place 2. Get its release date. It's coming summer of 2020. Mm. We're gonna get the uh, the sequel to that, and that was a that was a damn good movie. It was pretty good. I don't I, know. I, it. I don't know what the second movie is going to be. I. It's one of those movies that I feel like. Um, it doesn't necessarily need a sequel. I know why they're doing it, but I'm afraid that it's just not going to translate well to a sequel yeah i mean i don't know if um i just saw the the thing for that this morning um and i didn't look too much into it so probably next week i'll be able to talk more about it but um i i have a feeling that it's not gonna revolve around the same family it's probably gonna be a different family altogether um and a different experience so kind of like uh like like Cloverfield so to speak. I don't mm. know if you've seen any of those movies mm. but it usually is different families, different things. Sometimes it ties together with other things that have happened but for the most part it's like just using the same world but right, you know, different different set of circumstances. So I I I would like it if it's that because I don't really you know, I don't want to spoil what happened in the movie but I don't really see I'm not really interested on who's left, and I also don't see how that story can carry itself to be something, uh, you know, worth worth the sequel. But if they can find another good set of actors, you know, it's it's kind of like True Detective, right? It's the same thing. If they can find a a set of actors and actresses that can uh, make a that can act a great story and they can write same same really good script, then by all means, I'm for it. But it, it's always scary to see part two to something that was done really, really well yeah. and so soon yeah. because they, they, they obviously it's Hollywood and they're obviously just making a sequel 
because the first one made hundreds of millions of dollars and they're like, you know, let's do that again, please. And we can use that name. And I get it. But let's just hope that the quality is still going to be there. I'm down for a sequel to movies that I like as long as the quality's there. And uh, I fear, you know, in the horror genre, I I just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll that's, see. What, that's what I'm thinking. Speaking of sequels, and uh, I had no idea this was a thing, but apparently Ryan Johnson is in charge of his own fucking Star Wars trilogy. I had no yeah, clue. Yeah. I just oh, thought I, that. I just thought that he was, he had his little, his little moment. Oh, you in, just in, thought he came in and he fucked Star Wars and gave it a little STD and left? Yeah, no, now he wants nah. to come back and give it more? Nah, so, okay, so, so yeah, so Ryan, Ryan Johnson, um, you know, he wasn't even planning to do episode eight. It was, a, it was, um, I, I do believe JJ was supposed to be doing that, and then there was some, some shit that went down. I think he had some personal, uh, family issues or, or, you know, some tragedy that happened. Um, if, if I'm wrong about that, somebody can correct me if it was supposed to be another, another director, but I, I want to say it was JJ. Um, and so unfortunately, um, or fortunately, depending if you like episode eight or not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, Ryan Johnson was in charge to do his own trilogy, um, to do a, a non Skywalker trilogy, new characters, new everything. And people were really excited about that because Ryan Johnson, a, as he proved, um, he, he can make a beautiful looking film. Um, there's no doubt about that. I mean, episode eight looked great it looked amazing um but you know story-wise he just he he's he's the type of director that likes to stir things up and and he's not sort of uh conventional like he doesn't he doesn't he he does his own thing and he and he wants he wants to be unique it's almost like he's 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 like a wannabe it's it's hard i shouldn't say this but it there's truth to it it's like he wants to be a christopher nolan but he doesn't really have that Mm. uh he doesn't have, I guess, that level of vision or talent, um, in my opinion. Christopher Nolan can make a good-looking movie that also has a story. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and really Christopher Nolan's problem is his, is his himself uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of the times. Like, he comes off a little pretentious sometimes, and um, he gets kind of in his own way, but still a great filmmaker. Ryan Johnson's really no different. He can make some really good films, and um, and I'm actually excited for his own trilogy because I think the main reason why people didn't like episode or the ones that didn't is because he just deliberately came in and fucked with um, the formula that everybody loved and characters that they loved mm. for the sake of fucking with them. Right? It wasn't it, it it wasn't that it's it's a it was in my opinion a bad Star Wars movie because I loved everything that was Star Wars before that, you know, besides the prequels, but the characters and stuff like that, I love that world. And I still loved Ryan Johnson's world. I just hated the direction that he took certain characters. And, you know, that was, that. that I think that's the main reason why it failed in a lot of people's eyes. I'm actually okay with Ryan Johnson making his own trilogy because if he's going to go with brand new characters and a whole new story, and we're not talking Skywalkers, and, 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 and he's just going to do his own thing, I'm down to digest whatever he wants to give me, and I can see his vision from start to finish. He's not going in there ha- halfway through a trilogy and trying to figure out he knows where he wants to go. He's getting ample amount of time to to develop this and write it and and prepare. Um, I'm okay with that, and I'm still okay with that. Even though I, I did not like episode eight, I'm actually okay with it. I'm not angry about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm okay with Ryan Johnson doing it. As long as he's not fucking with characters that 
that I'm already attached to and and whatever, right? But I think what JJ yeah. is going to do for us now on episode nine is he's going to tie things around. He's going to pay some tribute to the fans. You know, Mark Hamill signed on for it. Um, you know, uh, uh, Billy D. Williams is signed on yep. for it. Um, it, it. There's there's rumor that uh, Darth Vader is going to be um, in some some sort of fashion, whether it's a flashback or or something. Uh, rumor is that he's gonna he's gonna have an appearance uh, in in the movie. Um, you know he's staying true to uh, Princess Leia, and there, he's using footage that was filmed in Episode Seven and Eight, um, and not using some other actress or using some sort of weird uh, face thingy uh, going CGI on stuff. CGI thing. Um, so I think what JJ is going to do is he's going to he's going to be very safe with this movie. He's going to tie things around. He's going to do a lot of fan service and put uh, Star Wars back in good grace. Uh, the fans back in good grace with Disney because uh, it, it's been it's been a clusterfuck. But as for for Ryan Johnson, you know, do your thing, boo boo. Just stay away from the the Skywalker uh, trilogy and and you know be done with it. Because I've seen tons of interviews with Ryan Johnson. And the guy legitimately loves Star Wars, and he cares about the the property. It's just he came in halfway through. He wanted to do his own thing. He wanted to put his own little, you know, Ryan Johnson stamp on it, and didn't work out for me, and yeah. for a lot of people, didn't work out. I didn't like it. Doesn't mean I doesn't mean I hate him or or I hate everything that no. he's ever done. It no, just just it just it just didn't work. It just didn't fucking work. Yeah, and I hate the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, and it sucks yeah. because I love Star Wars. So it's it's uh, like uh, I get everything that you're saying because it makes perfectly good sense. You know, he does. He's if it's a, a new trilogy that's not Skywalker, it's not all the characters that we know. Yeah. Um, you know, if 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 it if if it's basically completely, it is. Yeah, away from that. Like I get that. Yeah, we get to see his vision from start to finish. It's going to be three movies so that we can see the complete thought process. Uh, that he that he had for uh for the movies, I I get all that and I and I want to be excited, <laughs> but I I, I uh, as pretty as as pretty as episode eight was because it was a very pretty film, substance was garbage, fucking hot steaming garbage, and it's not just that it's not just the parts where he he. In my opinion, which is a, a bit of a, a, a contradictory of terms, in my opinion, objectively fucked with the, <laughs> with the with the the uh, characters, but even the stuff that wasn't the original characters, I think he fucked almost everything that he could have fucked in that movie three or four times over. And on top of that, we get the the bullshit casino, whatever the. Fuck that was. And so all I thought of when I saw this was we're going to get a bunch more shitty. We're going to get a really pretty trilogy of Star Wars films. Mm. And he's going to get a the shiny fact, turd. Yeah. Despite the, yeah. Despite the fact that it's, it's not with the main characters or it's not a, a Skywalker film. They're still going to reference that shit because if you don't, People aren't going to care as much. It's just kind of the fucking way it goes. Even the stuff that isn't mainline Star Wars films, they still have to tie it in to that universe somehow because you have to keep people, yeah, of course, you know, on board yeah. with that investment in in that original universe. So that's going to be there, and and I just feel like we're going to get a uh, three movies of the casino, and that's bad. That's fucking awful. It's going to look really good. 
but we're going to get a bunch of him using Star Wars, which which was my problem with 8, using Star Wars, which is one of the few um one of the few properties in film that can get away with sticking to a certain formula because that's what people want to see and how they lose themselves in the movie is because they had that expectation and there's that nostalgia factor, whether it's the old characters or not, if it follows the formula, you still feel like you're in that star Wars universe and then push a bunch of Ryan Johnson socio-political fuckery in there. And that's yeah. garbage. I don't want to see it. So yeah. if he does that, I'm checked out after the first movie. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He's got yeah. one he's got one chance with this trilogy for me. Yeah. To to show me that he's not gonna be some fucking idiot about it and and do something and not and not like you said, like try and be a Christopher Nolan without the skills. Because I I agree uh, that's I don't even think I think I I I also think that Christopher Nolan even overreaches sometimes with with what he does, but but fuck that shit I don't want to see it. So if he's got one movie to impress me, I'm not going to give him all that money for a trilogy if after the first movie. I can just see it in my mind. I can see it. We'll get like 45 minutes in, and we're going to get some white knight fucking social justice commentary shit and i'm not even sure brutal. i'm not sure that's ryan johnson or that's disney right like because obviously he's got a he's got a we didn't get it in episode seven yeah. well, so the fuck yeah. is it an eight four and it wasn't even it, what plot wise it, it served no purpose you could remove it and it didn't alter the course of literally any character's arc or the I movie's agree. arc so I'm saying that's Ryan Johnson uh, uh, personally. Godspeed. We'll see. We'll see what happens on his first on his first Star Wars episode to his new trilogy, and we'll see what happens. Ah, but there we go. Uh oh, this was something that I that was an experience for me this week. So uh randomly popped up in my timeline, but I saw somebody, uh, some publication mentioned that there was a this media streaming service. That had added, um, it's called like Nick Splash or Nick Splat. That was it, uh, which was uh, a, a, a selection of, excuse me, a selection of Nickelodeon, like OG Nickelodeon cartoons and TV shows to their streaming service. We're talking shit like Doug mm. and Wild Thornberries mm. and. Um, <clears throat> Uh, some old school shit like some old school shit and they even have some of the old game shows on there uh, oh are you afraid of the dark mm. was on that list like some mm, good shit and it was like the first wave I, I expect that there will be more of because there's so many good Nickelodeon shows mm. and so I was like oh but I was like that sounds that sounds like fire I need uh, and it was Doug but it was Nickelodeon's Doug and not Disney's coincidentally Disney's shit fucking destroyed Doug that happened. I was all excited, so I, I go and look this thing up. Apparently, it's been around for a while, and it's a it's a it's a a joint effort between Crunchyroll and Funimation. Um, and you would know at least what Funimation is because it's who does the dub for Dragon Ball Dragon Z. Ball Z. So, uh, and it's who they do. They do dubs for a lot of shit. Like they're the go-to North American, I guess, or English dub for a lot of anime. So. Their parent company and those two, they're working together. So it's it's their kind of um, project. And it has 
a bunch of channels I end up finding out. And and for it was like nine for ten bucks a month, you get you get Crunchyroll, you get Funimation, you get this Nick Splat, you get um a bunch of this other stuff that's kind of like like some peripheral, you know, oddities. There's some gaming stuff in in, in there as well, like um uh, oh, who is the the fucking red versus blue guys? Chick of uh, Rooster Teeth. Uh, so there's sort of like some Rooster Teeth shit in there. Like there's a, a whack of stuff. Geek and Sundry is in there. Um, mm. a bunch of things. And I was like, this is pretty fuck. It's pretty fucking dope. So I straight up get on my VPN and I hopped on that bad boy and I I may or may not have watched uh <laughs> an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark and some Doug. Dude, Are fire. You Afraid of the Dark is awesome. And uh yeah. they they're going to be what's next year? I think next uh, October Are You Afraid of the Dark comes back. Is it Are You Afraid of the Dark or Goosebumps? Uh Goosebumps is coming but Are You Afraid of the Dark is uh is coming too. Um mm. and I do believe it is Stephen King. And I don't know if it was M. Night Shyamalan who's doing the Are You Afraid of the Dark stuff or it was the Goosebumps stuff, but I know it's like the same writers of uh, of Annabelle um, and, and those those lines of movies like from The Conjuring and stuff that are doing that are writing for Are You Afraid of the Dark. So it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like an updated, scary uh, version of. Of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I mean, Are You Afraid of the Dark was scary for back in the day. When you were a kid. But uh, when you were a kid. Obviously, it's a little goofy now. Yeah. um, But yeah, no, it's like Are You Afraid of the Dark is, it's, it's coming. That's uh, awesome. Next, next year. That's awesome. So yeah, they, they got that and I thought it was, it was, it was pretty sick. It's called VRV again is a weird name. It probably stands for something. I have no idea what uh, it stands for, but uh, yeah, VRV. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. The video quality was great. It's one of those automatic based on your screen size, if you're full screen or whatever, it will just show you on your connection, your best, best possible quality. Um, but it looked really good. Anime looked fantastic on it. Are you afraid of the dark was looking good. Doug was good. I just listened to the Doug sound, uh, the, the opening theme of Doug like five times in a row because it's absolute fire. Um, but one of the most fun, fun things I had on the site was the name generator. They have a name generator for your account, uh, and just random, random. You could just keep clicking it; it just keeps coming up with new shit. And honest to God, I was laughing my ass off some of the combinations this fucking name generator was coming up with. And eventually, I could have picked one of. And I wish I wrote some of them down. And as it was happening, I almost thought about writing them down and tweeting it out because some of these names were so fucking good. But the one that I ended up choosing was my name. My name on VRV right now is Flaccid Karate. Mm. which is a, a fantastic I might even use that in a video game flaccid karate as a, as a, <laughs> I, like I don't even it. know what that means I, uh, it's just, just really limp ass weak shit karate yeah, some, I guess some weak karate some flaccid ass karate so that I, yeah name generator alone was worth was worth my time uh, but yeah like 10 bucks a month so if you're into uh, not that we're I'm getting paid for this shit but if you're into anime whether it's dubbed or subbed and you like, I don't know, Nickelodeon shit that might get added to in the future. Ten bucks a month's not bad. There's a lot of there's a lot of anime to be watched between Funimation and and Crunchyroll. Oh, yeah. That's there's a, oh, yeah. there's a lot of shit going on there. So uh, definitely uh, worth checking out. Or just create a free account and have a, a meme good time with the name generator. Because I think it's uh, worth it all the same. You should go check it. Uh, Check it out. Oh, VRV is pronounced Verve. There you ah. go. 
Yeah, that marketing team failed on that one. Sorry. Uh, Mr. Max was playing. Yeah. Do you have anything else for movies no. and TV? No, I'm trying to trying to just stay awake here. I'm for some reason I am just tired. Just having a, I was I was having a bit of a tired day myself. I was having like a like an awkward day where like my muscles were just locking up on me and I was tired mm. and I felt like I wasn't breathing properly. Like oh, everything was just super good. super tired. <laughs> well, I was breathing properly, but yeah, like yeah, it but felt it just, like you ever have a day where you feel like you can't get a full breath? Yeah. That was the kind of day I was, uh, that was kind of, so I was yawning more because I, I felt like I wasn't getting a full breath. You know, if you feel like that, you end up yawning a thousand times more because your body's like, open your mouth fucking wide and breathe. God damn it. Like that's where my body was today. So speaking of yawning. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, well then in that case, hit me up with a little tech support. Tech support. Hmm. Let's see what we got here. Oh, well, we don't have like a thousand questions this time, so that's good. That shortens the list considerably. Last week was a bit wild for, uh, was a bit wild for that. Um, I don't even know how this is being, like the, like how we're supposed to interpret this, but I'll ask it anyway. This comes in from Mr. Chili's. Mm, Or Mr. Chili Z, I should say, probably is what he wants to go for, given how this is all written out. Uh, brand new supporter. Oh, thank you, sir. At the the $10 level, let's go. Let's go, man. Thank you. Question is, do you have any teacher or people gone wild story? So I don't know if they're in like some sort of sexual context here or just they lost their minds or, or what? I have no idea what context we're supposed to roll with on this one, but do you have anything for that? Not really. Like... I remember in I remember in uh, high school we we had a teacher um, that was an alcoholic. Um, he was a science teacher, and he uh, I I like it was kind of it's kind of mean to think about now, but people would like make fun of him and shit because he lost his license. Yeah, like uh, yeah. like at, like at one point he had he had like uh, the breathalyzer shit in his car, mm-hmm. like a, like a legit like fucking machine like a weird thing all hooked up in his car and he'd have to like do, you know, blow into the thing before he would get into the, get into his, uh, his car and shit or something. Uh, but then there was like one time he just ended up losing his license, like flat out. And then people like people ask him like where his car was and he'd make up excuse or he'd get drives in with other, with other teachers and people would like talk shit. But I think the reason why people talk shit also is because the, the teacher was also like kind of cool as fuck too. Like, he would he uh, first day of school like he'd be fucking drunk or like he'd just be like he he would you could tell he'd be drinking he'd have like a flask and he he would drink and then it, it, we had those um those uh those burners um the bunsen burners he, the bunsen burners <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it and uh and i remember one time he uh i don't know if he was drinking or not i mean we always assumed he was drinking it was either that or he was just like constantly acting like he wasn't normal but uh <laughs> we were like we asked him we we're like what does those things do and he was like he's like oh you want to see we're like yeah we want to see so he just he like he opens up the fucking thing underneath and he turns on like some propane and he and he turns on the burner and the burns and the the flame comes up and the flame the flame is like probably about yay high Right, and because he he's got this thing fucking cranked, and then he uh he, he went up into this drawer, and then he had these salts, 
and he brought out these salts, and then he was like, "All right, boys, or different colors right. and shit." Yeah, he was like, "All right," he was like, "All right, class, <laughs> time for some magic or whatever." I don't know what he was saying, but he wasn't. He, he, this was like all impromptu. Like it was like he was excited. He was just chilling there. We were all sitting there doing regular ass work, just fucking chilling. He's sitting at his desk, just probably looking miserable. And then some random kid just asked him like about the shit, and he just got up and he's like, "Yo, yeah." And it was like he was excited to do something. So he went up and got all this stuff. And he was he just started like just fucking like sprinkling just shit, just throwing it at the fire. And we'd be like red and then green and then fucking blue. And then he'd throw two of them together and it was like blue green, which was making like a fucking yellow or whatever. I don't know, but it was cool. So uh, that's the only that's the only and it's not even a crazy story. He was just he was just like a. a a crazier teacher like he wasn't he wasn't like your standard teacher like he he was it's funny too to really think about this like i don't know how old he was he was definitely like middle-aged probably yeah, yeah. in like his 40s or you know uh, early 50s um but it, it's funny because when i was when i was in high school or junior high specifically high school and say like grade 10 grade 11 uh we we'd have teachers or we'd have substitute teachers that would come in and these teachers would be like younger than us than we are now. Like, you know, we're talking well, yeah, like a 20, they, get a, they get a university, yeah, they get a they're university 22. Or, yeah, they're like 22, 23 years old, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And they're in there yeah. and it's funny because we look up to these people like they're authority figures, right? And we we yeah. have like this level of like like fear or 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 this this well, there just, was just a level it was, of it was just they were an authority figure they're, yeah they're an authority position yeah yeah right so <laughs> it's it's funny looking back now because <clears throat> being thirty one and even if I was a thirty one year old substitute teacher or a teacher like I'm just I'm just visually visualizing what it would be like to be a thirty one year old <laughs> teaching high school students. And then just like when they leave the class, like like the shit that you're saying behind their back, like this little fucking shit or like, you know, just talking to your friends when you get home and like this little fucking cocksucker in my class won't shut the fuck up with his buck teeth and his he wears his fucking stinks need to put on deodorant and shit like because because that's just like how most young people that's, are like they just the, shoot uh, the, the shit. teacher's lunchroom talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. just funny just to think about that because like as a kid, you don't really you don't really think that teachers are like that because you just assume they're adults and oh they're no they like, definitely they all definitely just show like up to that. work and they go home and they just mark their things yeah and yeah they go to bed at a good time and they wake up it's like they're human and they're young and they don't give a fuck like like it's just funny to just think about oh yeah oh it's wild no I don't I don't know if I have I mean I have I don't have like a, like none of our teachers ended up like sleeping with with students if that was no, what the if no, that was no. what the the thing was the question was applying. There yeah. were we definitely had some some attractive teachers though uh, for sure. Like in in junior high, we had um, uh, she was a French teacher and a math teacher. Is all I guess all I will say. I don't know if she mm-hmm. was there when you were there. I think maybe maybe not. And um, she was in her late. 20s maybe early 30s at best probably late 20s early 30s. and she was ridiculously attractive mm. she was tall dark hair big thick dark hair uh, head of hair and she wore fucking hooker boots on the daily amen like those like those up to the knee leather yeah. boots yes on the daily and they're healed yes 
and she'd wear like leggings and then like a skirt yeah and into into the these boots mm. and she was put together uh, mm-hmm. she was she was put together and all the guys had a fucking crush on her mm. because she, she was this she friend French speaking, super attractive, late twenties, wearing friggin' hooker, like merci beaucoup. Hot damn! Allez toilettes, s'il vous plaît. So there, so there's that uh, at the very least. Um, it was impressive. That's really voted. I can't think of any other teachers. Um, so there was that, and then she got married and pregnant, and everyone was like, "Well, you know, uh, ruined." Uh, we had a we had a, a a teacher in junior high that got caught wearing women's high heels. Mm. Um, he was a bit of a weird one to begin with. Mm. So there was that. That was that was pretty sensational, mm. I guess. During are a parent, you saying, are you saying men interview. wearing high heels makes them weird, Adam? Um, yes. That road? Yeah. <laughs> I, you can go ahead and do it, but it's especially at the time, it was yeah. not something that you you expected to see in your school. It's different at the time. Uh, so there was that. Um, what else? There's definitely more. Um, Let's move oh, on to the next question. We've already answered. Man. We've already given a bunch of different things, and uh, I am. Yeah, it's true. I'm struggling. I know you're struggling. I'm struggling. Uh, I love you guys, but you know we're at almost <laughs> two and a half hours. Let's see. All right, we're gonna go with uh, pulsating, ripe, developing titties question. <laughs> yeah. Ten ten dollar lifetimes. It's just just a novelty account. Probably fucking Mister Biagi or some shit. <laughs> uh, you are transformed back to your teenage self and allowed to relive your teen life growing up in the world of a TV show. Which TV show do you pick and why? It's not Degrassi because we all know Drake got shot up. Mm, yeah, but look where he's at now. Started from the bottom, now he's here. Now he's here, yeah. Ah, TV show, man. Man, I'm. Can I? Can I go with Dragon Ball Z? Like, can I? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I. I I, I guess. I'm I'm gonna go with Dragon Ball Z. I'm. I'm gonna try and stay in the realm of not animated, but you can definitely (sighs) go for. uh... Yeah. I mean. I mean. I like. I like Dragon Ball Z a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I wish I could be in Dragon Ball Z. We hours. all do, just just a bit, for sure. Hmm. Hmm. If I had to pick a regular show, just because I've been watch because I've watched it a lot in the last little bit, is I would pick the '70s show. Oh, that's a that's a, yeah. You know, okay. you know, just to live in the '70s and. Just to be part of that era, and it was, you know, it's a cool show, it's a fun show. I'd probably go with that. There you go. It's a good pick. Yeah. I'm going to go with something that's like, uh, uh, I'm going to go, it's obscure. I don't know how many people even know what the show is. 
and then also it it still works because it would be the same it would be the right age group for what was ha- like on the show they were they're in that i think it was high school or junior high one or the other i think it was high school it's a show called radioactive and it's a teen sh- it's it's a it's the one with special powers is it no Nothing oh, special okay. powers about it oh, at all. Okay. It's actually centering around um, uh, a a group of kids that are just at this high school or whatever, but they're they're part of the radio station for the school. Like the school has uh, like its own in house radio station, and yeah, it's called I was Radioactive part of that at, at our at ours too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was a YTV show, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I just I, I liked it. It was like it was just a. It was really well done. The characters were good, uh, and it was like a good, like normal ass kind of uh, fun environment. The the teachers were honestly. It reminded me a lot of our high school, where we had a lot of lax teachers that were still good role models. They were they yeah. they weren't like strict assholes unless they absolutely needed to be. They were still pretty friendly with the kids in terms of uh, you know just being a friend or, or whatever when it made sense uh, to be so like that kind of environment. And, and mm. it reminded me of that a lot. Uh, so I guess, yeah, I, I, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with that. And the school was run down and looked like shit. So just like ours. Sweet. Ghetto as fuck. So yeah, radioactive. I don't know if we have any other ones here to, to do real quick. We'll do, let's see. We do one more. Yeah. Let's get one more in there. Squeak, squeak one more in here. Let's see. Oh, Ooh, Goose asks, what's your favorite burn or insult? Burn or insult? Man, I don't know. I, I have like a, I, I have a, I have a couple that I enjoy. One is one that my grandfather used all the time. He, when somebody wasn't very intelligent, he'd say they're sharp like a beach ball, which is they're, fucking... That's the opposite of sharp. Exactly. That's the joke. Yes. Is that you, you can't really get any less yes. sharp than a beach ball. So mm. sharp, sharp, sharp like a beach ball. Mm. Um, a classic that's been around for a long time is uh, take a long walk off a short pier is, mm. a, is, a, is a good one. Um... There is something about how Gordon Ramsay calls somebody a fucking donut that nobody else <laughs> can pull off. Yeah. But when he says it, it sounds like a burn. If I called somebody a fucking donut, I sound like an idiot. But if Gordon Ramsay calls you a donut, you feel bad about yourself. And it's, yeah. it's, it's something about how he says it. So, um, that's, I, my, my that's favorite one. insult is just pretty much straight to the point. It's suck a fat dick. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, I love it. I just love it, man. There's just something. There's something about it that's just straight. Just suck a fat dick, bud. That, like that's that's pretty much. It doesn't get any better than that. There, there's no hidden message. There's no punning. There's no. There's no ironic, like fucking substance to it. It's just suck a fat dick, bro. Yeah. Like and and you just, you know, there's probably nothing fun about sucking a fat dick. No. So even it, if you, you know, like it. Even if you like it, it's, it's probably just, just uh, uncomfortable. It's, it, uncomfortable and just you know, it's there and it's just 
You know, it's that's that's just one of the best insults you can give somebody. And it usually just means so much. Like you don't you're just not like <laughs> suck a fat dick. It's you're just <laughs> like it's just like suck a fat fucking dick, man. And it's just like, God damn, bro, really? You went there? Like shit. Okay. Fuck. Uh, right? There's no there's no beach balls. There's there's none of that stuff. It, it's just to the point. There's no, there's no beach balls. There's no beach balls, right? It's just to the point. I like it. That's it. Uh, Gotta add yeah. the butt in there for extra Canadian. That's right. Suck a fat dick, bud. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> suck a fat just dick. Just suck bud. a fat fucking dick. I also <laughs> I also like I also like this one that's a uh, that's popular in hockey. It's, it's calling somebody a fucking meat stick. Mm. Mm. Which is essentially you know they they yeah, might they're, just, they're, they're they're they might be jacked or whatever or whatever yeah, but they're but dumb a as a fucking meat. post. You're just a dumbass. You're just, you're just a big a dumb fucking ass. piece of meat you're stick. Just a fucking meat stick. You're a fucking meat stick, bud. Absolute meat stick. Suck a fat dick, meat stick. <laughs> <laughs> or suck my fat meat stick. <laughs> oh my god, bud. Yeah, bud. All right, All right bud. So there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of another uh, <laughs> tactical alpha podcast, bud. Mm, we'll be back uh we'll be back next week yes sir next week same time same place (laughs) with uh beach balls and meat sticks Mm. let me hit up this end screen no it's not updated why are you asking let me head on over to the patreon page here and check this out Patreon's got some weird analytic stuff on the back end now. It's like they're looking for things to do. They just start coming up with shit. I don't know what, don't know what they're trying to do. Shoutouts to Jetrix, Postal Panda, Matt M, Chico, Toad of Steel, Black Jimmy, Jamaican Jazz, Adam B, Derek P, Martin K, Soft Shoe, Sam R, Gamecock Toss, just because your name is fun to say, and several others. Will, Saren, Richard C. There's a bunch of you. Nick Winters. You know what's up. Hunter. The, the just There's too many of you. Pretty soon there's actually going to be so much money that's floating through here it's going to be hard to start calling people out. You're all mm. gods. Thank, thank you so you. much. All of you. Thank You're you so much. You're a bunch of legends. Uh, head on over to uh, tech, uh, Technical Alpha's Patreon page at patreon.com slash technicalelf if you want to join in and uh, support the show. We'd greatly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that's going to be it for this week. So once again, thank you very much for watching and listening. And until next time, peace.